0: Spotify and iHeartRadio. As well as OTWTube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly75.
1: Boy, oh boy.
0: Boy, oh boy. Everybody's
1: Wow. I mean, are we really surprised? Wow. I think I need one more
0: audio tweak. One more audio tweak.
2: One more audio. One more. One more. One. One one more tweak. Oh, I think I fixed it just like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're
0: good.
1: Okay. The attack was too aggressive. All right. Good grief. Good grief. Wow. Hey, what, what have I... What have I been
0: saying?
2: Dealing with a certain type of men, the type of things they're into, that they're going to expect out of you. I've been saying this, right? Because your boy KS didn't want to tell you the ugly side the dark side of being these men that are industry titans,
0: right? I've said men like that. Sex with men like that is something that average woman is not prepared for. Sounds nice. You know, like
2: having sex with a with a Saudi sheikh or, or say like a German chancellor. It ain't like Having sex with, you know, some guy in college or, or a guy on the football team. It's levels to
0: this. There's levels to this. And I understand
2: why Kevin couldn't tell y'all the truth. Because it, it, would, it would hurt his message. And then people would be looking at him like, well, you claim to be this type of man. Is this how you like
0: to have sex with people?
1: Hmm. Imagine that. So we're going to go over... The entire,
2: sixty-seven. I said sixty-seven-page complaint against Vince McMahon. But there's a little backstory here. I'm not gonna go through all the the typical backstory. We, we we pretty much all know. But there's things I didn't know. The situation with Lita, Lita Ford. You know,
0: um, you know, after she like no, this is before she broke
2: her neck, whatever.
0: But this document, this complaint is going to lay out the type of stuff. These men are into and the average woman
1: is not prepared. Not prepared. So let me do this. (laughs) Let me, (laughs) Hey, shot to
0: Vince
2: McMahon. (laughs) Hey, wait, wait, before y'all say, well, once again, I, and I, I think I've dispelled this myth that only a certain race of people are into scat play. I've told y'all time and time again, there are a lot of black people.
0: Black women that are into scat play. And I don't want to hear, well, we've been intermingling with them for too long. We picked up their habits. Shut up. If black people are the first original people, then every deviant behavior came from them. The only difference between the original blacks and the Caucasians we have now—at least the Caucasians—own
2: their their ways.
0: Okay, Caucasians will not shy away. It is what it is with them. But these blacks over here somehow think, "Oh, that's." It didn't come from us. Yes, it did. Just, you just don't want nobody to know how truly depraved you can be. All right. So. <laughs> Listen, telegram is full of groups of black people with animals. Scat play? And God knows what oh God it's just telegram is a mess right now y'all it's a mess
2: this if you're not already on it if you're not already in these groups to stay to stay out it's not for you this is for <sighs> it's
0: just not for y'all just if you're if you're if you're to the point where how can I get in it's too late for you you're not if you're already at that skill set, that skill level, if you're already there, you'd already be in these groups. But the fact that you're not, that is the universe's way of telling you, no, son. No. Let
2: Sly handle it. Sly is built for it. Sly goes, Slide is, you know, I, I, I guess I would be, what, what am I? The infiltrator?
0: I'm the guy that goes in and does reconnaissance. <laughs> I
2: got to go in and do reconnaissance and then come back and report to y'all. I got to go see this. You know what I'm saying? I got to go get to gather the evidence and the things that I have to check myself to to come back to report to y'all. I have to do these these debriefings and these site deb- debriefings, you know. Every time
0: I go on assignment. So p- just trust me. If you're not already in the know, it is not meant for you to know.
2: All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I am extreme covert. Listen, I I, all black. I have no, no markers. I ain't got no, all my patches are blacked out. If I get caught they disavow my knowledge. All right. I am extreme black ops. I'm just blacked out. All my patches, black, 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 black and
1: black. Okay, I'm behind enemy lines for y'all. All right. Let me do this, man. Let me, let me do this. Y'all
2: let me do this. Shout out to everybody's in the chat. Shout out to everybody in the chat. All of y'all just maniacs. I, I've been wanting cats for years. Listen, once again, y'all's Lord and savior wouldn't dare tell y'all what it what it all encompasses dealing with men like this
0: men like this kinks is this you, you know you wouldn't you wouldn't even try don't you be like why why would they why do they do this why are you trying to understand why they do it that's your first mistake right yeah some of y'all still trying to figure out why r kelly like to pee on the, your first mistake, mistake is trying to understand why they like to do it.
1: Okay, that's your first mistake. You're trying to figure out <laughs> the whys are not for you.
2: The who, what, where's and whys and and hows not it's not it's none of your business. Okay, yeah, the Epstein's is beyond your scope of comprehension. No dis, no shade. Right? If you be like, I don't understand why would they? It's okay some things are beyond people's scope of comprehension it requires a level of depravity that's already in you to a certain extent you just have you just need the right environment and the people in that environment that will you know help usher or make it a safe space for you to be your natural self this is how people get turned out it's and i'm not talking about those that got turned out through force I'm talking those that got turned out because the person peoples provided a safe space for them to be themselves. That is the best
0: way to turn somebody else out, not by force, not through violence. I mean, it works, but
2: you don't want to do it like that. You want to create a safe space. This is why some women will I don't know, lick the gooch on one man,
0: but won't do it with another man. Right? Because obviously the woman that licks the gooch with that man says, Baby, that's what you like to do? Cool.
1: And she'd be like, For real? You gonna let me do it? he would be like, Girl, I ain't tripping off that shit. Oh, okay. But then the guy over
0: here, you know, <laughs> he <laughs> doesn't even get a handjob. You get a
1: half ass. <laughs> You get a half-assed top job, you know. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> some of y'all just—it's
2: okay. I, I once again, this is this is why I'm sent in to be, do these covert missions i am dropped in behind enemy lines with no, there, there's no, I have no rescue. I don't have no, no out route. You know, there's no landing zone for me to get to get to the chopper. There's no chopper for me to get to. I, they drop me in and it's up to me to get out. There is
0: no chopper for me. They give me the briefing. They were like, Hey, this is what we got for you. Do you accept? You know, once again, standard MO, you know, disavow all knowledge of you. You may have one or two aliases that we don't even know about. That's in there. There's no escape route. There's no LZ 10 clicks this way for you. You got to find your own way out. Got to find your own way out. Listen, once again, I've said this before. I like DJ Kuda. But DJ Kuda, these women out here looking ass and there's nothing you can say or do about it, okay? Matter of fact, there's some women, if, if you reject them, they'll reject you altogether. There's some women that are just levels above men and if you say, well, nah, I'm cool, she will kick you to the curb. How come nobody talks about that aspect? There's
2: some women out here so sexually advanced. And she gives you an olive branch, like, look, I get it, I'm 10 levels above you. Let me help you get up to what, you know, the, get to the big dogs, the big leagues. And you be like, um, you know, I'm worried about how it may
1: look to other people.
2: And she kick you to the curb. And then you sit here online complaining about
0: access to women. I'm sorry, DJ Kuda. Okay, I'm sorry. There are women out here looking at, doing and do it and cool to be like,
1: it's disgusting. Cool to, stop, 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 stop. Grow up, grow up. Like you want to have these these grown
0: folks conversation about sex. And I can sit here and listen to these guys talk about saying, I'm like, oh, these are children. These are children. These are chill. Listen, there's some old women out here that will fuck you to sleep. There's some old women out here that will sleep, that will put you in the ground. You know, that will fuck you to death and do all types of weird shit. But
1: how do y'all sound? Y'all
0: a lot of y'all sound really sexually
2: repressed right now. <laughs> A lot of y'all sound really sexually depressed. And once again, I'm not saying you, you should be engaging in these acts, but these acts are more common than people care
0: to realize. And then you can tell the people that have these, these boxes, these sexual boxes, they have sexual boxes. Cause they be like anything outside of this box is nasty. Right? right? So if the guy, okay, I'll, I'll eat her out, but I won't whatever, or listen, there's guys that like to eat out women on the menstrual cycles. Who am I to tell them that's, that's too much. If that's what they like to do. There's women out here that like to eat out other women on their menstrual cycles. This is what you're dealing with.
2: I can listen to some of y'all for five minutes talk about sex. And I'd be like, I can get your ass up out of here. Street, streets will eat you alive. You ain't ready to, you're not ready to have some real sex with some
0: of
1: these people. You understand? So when I hear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Once again, a lot of y'all are having
2: problems with people because you don't provide a safe space for them to be themselves around you. And, and, or you put things in a box. If it's not for you, it's not for you. But guess what? The majority, the silent majority, they're into these things. If you live life a little bit, you you know, you come across some of these women, you know, I'm just saying, all right. Yeah, but listen, the scat thing, I can't, listen, even, I'm just, I'm just like, yo, listen, that's, y'all got it,
0: y'all got it, but once again, going, we're gonna go through this, these 67 pages, now y'all can, y'all can trash Vince McMahon all you want, okay, but he's the type of
2: man, he likes what he likes, and there are women out there that will engage in what he likes, now, my only question is, is this victim white or black? Okay, the woman's name is. I just need to know if the woman's if she's white or black.
0: Okay. Vince Vic McMahon's accuser is she's black.
1: Her name is Janelle Grant. Her name's Janelle Grant. I want to know, but I'm trying to figure out what is what is she? She might be Jeanette. How she could be a white woman. All right. She uh, da, 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 da. I'm i I'm getting on some hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. Oh, she's white.
2: Okay. She's white. But please, there's let, that's not, let's not act like a lot of y'all that even learned about Dubai in the last five years. A lot of your social influencers that y'all like and follow are black women. So let's not act like this is just a, a, a Caucasian thing. All right. So this is the
0: woman. But we'll get into all that. This is the woman.
2: She's 43. This woman does not look like a 43-year-old woman. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, now let's get, let's walk this down a, a bit. Let's walk this down a bit.
0: <laughs> Stop, I can't with you. Ty City
2: really bro. <laughs> he said the white man dookie. <laughs> Yo, I have, I, I have a, a crook in my, I've had a crook in my, in, right here in my lat for the last two
0: weeks. It hurts like hell. And when I laugh really hard,
2: like deep, and my laugh hurts like hell, don't make me laugh tonight as my shit hurts, y'all. Okay? All right, yeah, please stop this
0: old woman hitting the wall. Nonsense. You know? OK.
1: Okay Okay. Let's continue. Let's get to it. So. There
0: was
2: a, a a segment that Vince McMahon wanted Lita to do. Okay. And then we'll, we'll get to that. And then some very disturbing promos between him and Stephanie. But basically, Stephanie and Triple H and somewhat Tony Khan tried to get Vince out the first time. Because they already knew it was too much... It was a couple of years ago, remember that whole brouhaha when somehow Triple H, lost—not say lost his job, but he was removed as the head of creative, right? And then he got reinstated. That's what that shit all was transpiring about because Stephanie Triple H and some other execs were like trying to get Vince out like, Vince, you're doing too much. You're gonna hurt the brand. We're trying to sell this brand. We're trying to, you know, do big things with this brand and your, your sexual proclivities. Are going to hurt the brand. That's what that all the whole the behind scenes was a couple years ago. So once Triple H got reinstated as head of creative, you saw the uh, the reemergence, right? I mean, really, you had to you had to credit Triple H with the decisions he's he's made as far as who to push, who to be a heel, who to be the baby face, new talent he's brought in, older talent he's brought back. That's Triple H right there. Give him all the credit for that, but. There was one segment that Vince wanted to do with with Lita. Now, once again, this is I think I believe this is before Lita broke her neck. But once she broke her neck, she she was pretty much never the same. Yeah, yeah, the kiss my ass. Remember that? He would have everybody anybody that crossed him, he would bring them and have them kiss his ass on live TV. Right? Remember
0: that? Yo, Vince. Vince is a wild boy. Vince is a wild boy.
2: So he goes Vince McMahon said so Amy her name's a Amy to celebrate Adams title win last night. You'll go to that ring tonight and have sex in front of 15,000 fans and millions of TV viewers. While replying, Lita said, but I don't feel comfortable doing that. This is when in Vince's words, he said, if you don't do that, you're fired. The segment was so bad that Hall of Famer uh, John Cena edge and many other executives tried to stop the segment, but Vince McMahon liked it and went ahead with it. So let's let Lita tell in her own words what happened. Where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? All right. Let's go.
3: Have to talk about this if you don't want to, um, but I just because I it came up not all that long ago when you were talking about it on your Twitch stream about just the sh- that you went through and talking about that the you know the infamous sex scene of you and Edge on on Raw and just what that whole process of, we do you want to talk about this or no? I mean, I I mean I like, it doesn't need to be like headline, bullsh-. I don't, well, absolutely- yeah, and then that's what it, what's what happened is it became headline stuff at and i i looked at twitch always as my clubhouse you know and 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 also i i never like breaking any stories there i had talked about yeah that i was not cool with doing that like i've talked about that since oh mm-hmm. five you know and it just never made any headlines but now since we've fortunately evolved as a climate in society it was like shocking uh just not not that long ago but <laughs> but yeah my, my stories never changed yeah
2: Okay. And then God for, I mean, do we need to, you know, mention Pat Patterson? You know, Pat Patterson was like, he was the buck breaker. Pat Patterson was the guy that made sure everybody, all the men pretty much, you know, stayed in line, you know, with the infamous, um, that infamous interview with Roddy Piper, you know? So, Pat, when you hear people speak highly of Pat Patterson, that's very disturbing. That tells me, uh, obviously, You enjoyed what he did to you, right? The Rock speaks highly of Pat Patterson. Just keep a side note of all the wrestlers that ever spoke highly of Pat Patterson. The only ones that actually really, you know, hated his guts was was Piper and a few others. But let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right. This, once again, this is 67 pages long. We're going to go through every page in this complaint. Okay. We're going to go through every page in this complaint. Let's get to it. Janelle Grand Plana versus the Worldwide Wrestling Entertainment Inc. Uh, uh, WWE LLC, Vincent K. McMahon, McMahon and John Laurinaitis. Okay. A jury trial, y'all. A jury trial is demanded. Now this woman could have done the easy Robin Blake, the civil suit. This woman wants a jury trial. A jury. Yeah, Iron Sheik hated Pat Patterson. Bret Hart spoke about spoke not glowing terms of Pat Patterson. You know what I'm saying? Pat Patterson was basically the old gay guy, the old version of the leather with the mask and the whips and ball. He's that type of old school gay, really rough and tumble. The whole, you know what I'm saying? Like a super macho man type of gay guy, the worst kind. Right, he's that he was that type of old school gay guy, and everybody had to go through Pat Patterson. Pat had to break everybody in. It ain't even for a dispute. It's not even for a dispute. Everybody had to go through Pat. Pat had to Pat broke everybody in, and that's how Vince kept most of the guys under control. All right, it's not even it's not even for a debate. But let's continue. Let's continue. Oh, <sighs> this is bad. This is bad, bad, bad. All right. Introduction. Plaintiff Janelle Grant is a former employee of WWE who was a victim of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking at WWE. Ms. Grant is filing this, filing this lawsuit not just to address her own suffering, but also to act for those who are afraid to speak out. And they're coming out. They. This is just the tip of. She's the, the tip on the spear. All right. WWE's billionaire founder and executive chairman defendant Vincent K McMahon lived in the penthouse duplex in Ms. Gant's apartment building. The two met in March 2019 when Ms. Gant was dealing with profound grief and struggling financially after devoting years to around-the-clock caregiving. Her parents passed away. On top of that, she was unemployed and her family home was lost in her parents' bankruptcy. After her family passed away, Ms. Grant dedicated herself to finding gainful employment. Neighbors in her building provided career advice and sought her assistance with personal events. Ms. Grant used these non-paying roles in volunteering work in the community initiatives to build her resume. The building's resident manager wanted to help. She messaged McMahon to ask whether he would talk to her, sharing that Ms. Grant had been through uh, hardship and would uh, would do great things if given a fresh start. McMahon enthusiastically responded, hell yes. McMahon befriended Ms. Grant, giving her hopes of a new life with promises of a yet-to-be-determined role at WWE and showering her with attention and assurances, along with gifts like a VIP experience at WrestleMania, but what seemed like a dream in the spring of 2019 quickly became a nightmare. As McMahon dangled career-making and life-changing promises in front of Ms. Grant, he demonstrated an increasing lack of boundaries. During several meetings that were ostensibly about a potential job at WWE, he greeted her in his underwear, touched her, repeatedly asked for hugs, and spent hours sharing intimate details about his personal life. McMahon warned Ms. Grant to keep their closeness secret, lest rumors lead to public trouble, and added that while he protects loyal people, he had world class legal resources on speed dial to deal with people who became a problem. As such, when McMahon pushed Ms. Grant for a physical relationship in return for a long promised employment at WWE, she felt trapped in an impossible situation, submitting to McMahon's sexual desires for, or facing ruin. Got to pay to play. You're dealing with Vincent McMahon. What, what else, what do you have else to offer him? Well, uh, uh, what, what, uh, you know, you have, you can, yes, the body, yes, give up your and all your holes. Okay, but continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Ms. Grant feared she had everything to lose and face negative consequences no matter what happened. After succumbing to the pressure for a physical relationship, Ms. Grant was slotted into an entry level position as an administrator coordinator, a position McMahon created for her. In WWE's legal department. Ms. Grant began working that role on June 17, 2019. Ms. Grant remained in that role with the exception of a temporary relocation to XFL, until McMahon verbally directed her to transfer to the Talent Relations Department, reporting to defendant John Laurinaitis. On March 9th, 2021, and during a conversation this, the same day, McMahon explained that her presence in the legal department was effectively delaying efforts to hire a new general counsel for the company. McMahon and Laura Nytis informed Ms. Grant that she would be promoted to vice president of operations in the talent relations department, providing her with an organizational chart reflecting this position. What do you think you would have to do to keep this position, ladies? Get down or lay down. I'm not saying Vince is in the right. I'm not saying Janelle Grant is in the wrong, but let's stop. It's not. We're not kids here. We're, we're not kids here. Okay, let's continue. Shortly thereafter, they informed her and they needed her to begin at a lower level as a director but promised her promotion to vice president after a 12-month period. Despite Ms. Grant's expressions of unhappiness and attempts to end the sexual relationship, and while she came to understand that McMahon expected the physical relationship to continue as part of her employment, she had no idea how sordid it would become, nor how the psychological torture and physical violence would leave her feeling helpless, isolated, and trapped. In March, 2020, uh, McMahon began sharing exceptionally, sexually explicit photographs and videos of Ms. Grant, including pornographic content. He recorded with other men, both inside and outside the company, including with members of the television production tech team, executive producers, and a world famous athlete and former UFC heavyweight champion with whom WWE was actively trying to sign to a new contract and ultimately did sign that contract. Now, I think that was either Brock Lesnar. Hey, <laughs> wait, I'm thinking, okay, heavyweight champ at the time. It had, it had, to, it had to have been Brock, right? Somebody, somebody fact check me. 2020 It's either Brock or Roman reigns. It's either Brock or Roman reigns. Somebody, somebody fact check me. I'm thinking it's either Brock or Roman reigns 2020. Yeah. It was Brock I, I believe it was Brock okay I believe it was Brock okay let's continue let's continue let's continue given McMahon's omnipotent position at WWE coercion was inherent in his increasingly depraved sexual demands okay specifically while McMahon was CEO of WWE and Ms Grant was employed as an entry-level coordinator in the legal department McMahon recruited individuals to have oof, so we got a, we got another DD freak off McMahon recruited individuals to have sexual relationships with Ms. Grant and or with the, tw- the two of them, directed Ms. Grant to visit defendant Laura Nitus prior to the start of the work days for sexual encounters and expected and directed Ms. Grant to engage in sexual activity at the WWE headquarters even during working hours. Y'all talk about y'all won't the high that you want the masters of the universe this is what they require this is the barrier of entry this is the bar of entry this is what's gonna cost you what do you think kept women go through but let's continue all this time mcmahon ordered ms grant to keep their relationship secret unless otherwise instructed including lying to maintain whatever cover stories he fabricated McMahon's assurances that Ms. Grant was safe and independent rang hollow in light of his efforts to isolate her from friends and attempts to chip away at her identity until it was replaced with his desired role for her as his bitch his fantasy and or his porn star while occasionally intermixing softer descriptors like girlfriend and baby even love when convenient he exercised complete ownership and control over both her personal and professional lives. Are we surprised at this point? Let's continue.
0: Let's continue.
2: McMahon also subjected Miss Grant to acts of extreme cruelty and degradation that caused Miss Grant to disassociate and or become numb to reality in order to survive the horrific encounters. Oh, oh, here we go as one example of mcmahon's extreme depravity on march 9th 2020 he defecated on ms grant during a threesome and then commanded her to continue pleasuring his friend with feces in her hair and running down her back while mcmahon went to the bathroom to shower off upon his return from the bathroom mcmahon and his friend actively resumed the threesome which lasted over an hour and a half while Miss Grant remained covered in McMahon's filth when McMahon's friend left McMahon ordered her to stay and to continually sexually gratify him
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> ladies you're not ready for these type of men she seven would not last 10 minutes with Vince McMahon. Belly Monaco would not last 10 minutes with a man like this. When you come across complete and absolute power, you know what it looks like. You know what it feels like. You will submit. When you come across absolute total power you will submit. What do, there's no debating. See, Melly Monaco does that shit to you, regular guys. You guys that watch her hate watch her, right? He played games with Gilbert Arenas. He ain't nobody. He ain't. He ain't. He's not an industry titan. You know, she, she was seven. Ain't come across no industry titan ebony k williams ain't come across no industry titan you know power when you see it you automatically tuck your head you don't even look at you don't even look them in the eyes you kind of just like lower your head a little bit because you know what power looks like
0: let's continue let's
2: continue (laughs) let's continue God in june 2021 mcmahon and defendant loranitis sexually assaulted miss grant inside Laura loranitis's office in wwe headquarters while colleagues were busy at their desks behind a locked door the two men cornered her and pulled her in between them forcibly touched her before ultimately putting her on top of a table in between them she begged them to stop but they forced themselves on her each taking turns restraining her for the other, while saying no means yes, and take it, bitch. What movie was that with uh, Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore with with Robert Redford? What movie was the indecent proposal? And after Woody's character said, "Okay, fine, we'll take the deal," and the night after she came by, she came back. He was like, "So, so, like, how was he?" And she was like, she called him a stallion. <laughs> this, this old. <laughs> what did she say? something? she called him a uh, like he was an, either an animal or a stallion, and it just broke. And the look on Woody Harrelson's it just broke his heart. Like this old, what I thought was an old nigga just pleasure my wife in ways i I've, I've never thought possible. Remember that? Go back to that one particular scene. You know let's continue <laughs> let's good con- let's continue <laughs> unsurprisingly others at wwe knew what was going on but instead of intervening to protect Ms. grant wwe actively sought to conceal the wrongdoing in january 2022 mcmahon told Ms. Grant that his wife had found out about their relationship purportedly to avoid divorce negative publicity, publicity and other repercussions, McMahon said that Ms. Gant's time at WWE was at an end, but that he wanted her to sign an NDA to ensure her silence on, among other things, his personal misconduct. In the days ahead, McMahon put Ms. Grant under immense pressure to sign, saying that refusing would not only jeopardize Mc, uh, McMahon, his family, and the company, but that she'd surely become a public headline, suffer reputational ruin including the pornographic content mcmahon had captured and faced mcmahon's legal resources now everybody knows if you sign a contract under duress it is void okay everybody knows if you sign a contract under duress it is void that contract is not legally binding if you sign anything under duress okay let's continue conversely mcmahon reassured her that her signature would ensure his continued support and protection and safeguard her reputation. Ultimately, Ms. Grant succumbed to the pressure and signed the NDA in exchange for payments, which McMahon later later stopped making. Now, see, that was wrong on his part. Now, he was wrong for that. Okay, you done did all these things to this woman. I honor your word, sir. I honor your word. Let's continue. Let's continue. Don't worry, I'm gonna get to the Super Chats and the, the Cash Apps in a minute. Give me just, just Let me rock we're on page six we're on page six even after pushing Miss Grant out of the company and muzzling her with an NDA McMahon continued efforts to exploit her including attempting to traffic her to a WWE star who would be in New York City for a live event and taping in March 2020 So so who is this so somebody in the chat Type this in: Who was Who was in New York for a live event in March twenty twenty and twenty twenty two for New York? But then it could have been anybody that 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 performed that night. That doesn't. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Let's continue. Let's continue. Understandably, defendant's uh, predatory conduct has left Ms. Grant crippled both physically and mentally, including from debilitating symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder and self-deletion. Uh, self-deletion ideation. These symptoms led to her termination from her subsequent job running her building's operations due to her inability to leave her home for weeks at a time. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wow. Really? So I have 107. Oh, 66. Wow. That's how you all going to do me tonight, huh? Wow. 67 likes. Damn shame. But I'm not gonna hold this show up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna strong arm y'all for likes. Unlike other content creators. I'm just gonna rock on, man, because it is what it is. Cause the majority of you fuckers that watch that hate watch me. It's okay. Let's continue. Let's continue. Uh let's see, let's see. Okay. Despite McMahon's promise of reputational protection, WWE appears to have leaked information that led to the public disclosure of her name by a media blogger who cited a source in WWE with direct knowledge of the situation, which upon information and belief was an overt intimidation act aimed at Ms. Grant. WWE has also attempted to sweep the matter under the rug following media reports that McMahon was involved in a hush money payment scandal. WWE released a statement in June 2022. to announce that a special committee of his board of directors was investigating the alleged misconduct and appointing Stephanie McMahon as interim CEO and interim chairwoman. We all remember this. Let's continue. In this capacity, Ms. McMahon publicly affirmed her commitment to doing everything in her power to help the special committee complete its work and to implement its findings. She also declared the importance of a safe and collaborative workplace. Notwithstanding this public statement, the investigation was a sham. In November 2022, WWE touted the conclusion of the special committee investigation into the misconduct. Yet the special committee never even bothered to interview Ms. Grant or request any documents despite Ms. Grant stating that she would cooperate. Okay. In SEC filings, the company tried to divert attention away from McMahon's abuse of women by focusing on the technical issue of how Hush Money was accounted for. In the words of the company, the issue was immaterial accounting errors related to certain payments that Mr. McMahon agreed to make during the period of 2006 through 2022. Mm. Through all this trauma, Ms. Grant has endured profound suffering and silence, feeling of exploitation, loss of security, and the feeling of facing the wrath of WWE and McMahon's army of attorneys if she were to come forward and bring to light the egregious acts detailed herein. That time has passed and Ms. Grant seeks to hold defendants accountable for their reprehensible and unlawful acts for her own sake and for others. Now, once again, this is all alleged. This is a complaint. This is a complaint. Okay. Let's continue. Ms. Grant seeks a decla- a declaratory, declaratory judgment that her NDA is invalid under federal and state laws and asserts claims other laws, including the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. This is ugly. This is so ugly. Let's continue. Plaintiff Janelle Grant, a Connecticut citizen, citizen is a former employee of WWE, having worked there from June 2019 through March 2022. Defendant Vincent K. McMahon, a citizen, uh, Connecticut citizen, co-founder of WWE in 1980, served on the board of directors of WWE from 1980 to September 2023. He is currently the executive chairman of the board for TKO Group Holdings, LLC okay okay let's continue let's continue let's continue defendant John Laurinaitis an Arizona citizen is the former head of talent relations and general manager at WWE who is on information and belief was officially dismissed by WWE in August 2022 amid allegations of misconduct by women in WWE okay at all times relevant, WWE Corporate Officer Number Two was a high-ranking employee at WWE who made hiring decisions, conducted prospective employee interviews, and maintained significant control over personnel decisions. WWE Corporate Officer Number Two worked in these capacities during Miss Grant's employment with WWE. This individual is referred to herein as WWE Corporate Officer Number Two. At all times relevant, WWE corporate officer number one was a high-ranking employee and board of member of at WWE during Miss Grant's employment with WWE. WWE corporate officer number one continued to work in high-ranking positions in connection with the September twelfth, twenty twenty-three merger. This individual is referred in as herein as WWE corporate officer number one. Somehow Tony Khan has to be involved in this. Tony Khan has to be involved in this some way somehow. Let's continue. At all times relevant, WWE Corporate Officer Number Three was a high-ranking individual uh, employee and/or board member during Ms. Grant's employment with WWE. This individual is re- referred to here and as WWE Corporate Officer Number Three. And then we have Number Four. Oh, okay. So let's get to this part. Let's get this part. Okay, let's get this part. WWE Superstar. So <laughs> this may end up being Brock Roman. It could be uh it could be Brock, Roman. Who's really popping back then? Ah uh, that's off my mind right now. Is there's Brock and Roman? Okay, let's continue. WWE Superstar is a professional wrestling superstar who performs at WWE branded wrestling events. During the time of Ms. Grant's employment, McMahon signed WWE Superstar to a new booking contract with WWE. This individual is referred to herein as WWE Superstar. Okay. This court has jurisdiction over this action pursuant to 28 USC because Ms. Grant's claims under the Trafficking Victims Protection Act and her cause of action for declaratory relief under the Speak Out Act all raise a federal question. This court has uh, uh this court also has a supplemental jurisdiction over Ms. Grant's state law claims pursuant to 28 USC uh because she claims because the claims are so related to the T uh the trafficking victims protect TVPA claims as to form part of uh, the same case or controversy. Venue is proper in this district pursuant as a substantial part of the events or omissions giving rise to claims occurred in the district of uh, Connecticut. Okay, so they they go through the they go through the hi- history. They go through the history after a family passed away and finding a game for employment run into okay during this time ms grant often runs and ralph ran into mcmahon's two personal assistants in her building one of whom was a former grade school classmate of ms grant Ms. grants closest friend in the building was the resident manager that individual it was referred to here as resident manager similar in personality ms grant and resident manager bonded over stories of adversity as they coordinated community initiatives in the building together resident manager was aware of ms grants efforts to obtain employment March 2019, Ms. Grant remained unsuccessful in securing long-term employment. Resident manager offered to help Ms. Grant, suggesting she could reach out to defendant McMahon in case he could assist and text him to see if he would be willing to speak with Ms. Grant to provide advice about employment. Uh, McMahon responded enthusiastically and proposed times to meet with Ms. Grant to discuss, discuss employment. Resident manager passed along Ms. Grant's resume to McMahon ahead of prospective meeting. Ahead of the meeting... Resident manager advised Ms. Grant to be energetic as McMahon is big on energy and talk to McMahon no differently than she talks to resident manager. On or about March 23rd, 2019, Ms. Grant arrived for the meeting of McMahon's condo with additional printed copies of a resume, a black notepad, and thank you cookies. Sitting at his dining table, McMahon looked at Ms. Grant's resume and complimented both her communication skills and common sense before discussing little about their little but their personal lives for example ms grant told mr uh, told mcmahon about the hardship that led to a resident manager's offers to assist offered to help and describe losing her parents her family's bankruptcy and other trauma that led her to seek financial independence to ensure she would never experience losing her home again so she told you told this man too much about you so you know he already knows what angles to hit you with you ain't got shit. bet you broke you ain't got nothing so this is the whole what is it what is it what movie is that what movie is that y'all the four bank robber chicks set it off i'm in the buying nate i'm in the buying nate let's continue let's continue McMahon shared stories about his upbringing, his traumatic childhood, growing up in poverty and current family dynamics, including his separation from Linda, described as his ex and long gone. He added his marital status is an arrangement on paper for business purposes and that he lives a quiet, isolated existence outside of the WWE. At the end of the meeting, McMahon told Ms. Grant that he didn't just want to give her a job, but give her a life and that he would find a place for her at WWE. Stunned. Ms. Grant said that she didn't know how to thank him for possibly just changing my life. McMahon responded that one simple thank you is enough and that he accepted a hug. They stood and embraced. McMahon then told Ms. Grant that he'd get the ball rolling on next steps, but it was a busy time of the year as WWE prepared for WrestleMania, explaining that it was WWE Super Bowl. He then invited Ms. Grant to attend as his guest along with resident manager and added that he would personally select their seats to have the best possible experience. McMahon advised her that his office would reach out to her to set up a meeting with a trusted official. That would be uh, corporate officer number two at WWE headquarters. After asking if her cell was the best number to reach her, McMahon shared his personal phone number with Ms. Grant, walked her to his door, and again hugged while whispering, so good. Okay, here we go. All right, McMahon arranges for Ms. Grant to be hired by WWE while beginning to groom her for sexual exploitation. Jeez, Pete. All right, on March thirty first, twenty nineteen. What pages is we're on? Page eleven. Jesus, it's gonna be a long read. All right, McMahon unexpectedly invited Ms. Grant to come back to his condo for pointers for her meeting with WWE uh, for Corporate Officer Number Two. When she arrived, McMahon gave her a huge embrace and suggested they sit on the couch. It quickly became clear that McMahon had no intention of giving her pointers for an interview, except for one for a single direction. If the topic comes up during meeting. Ms. Grant could state that they met her through a mutual friend. During this meeting, McMahon described a surgery he had on his knee by touching Ms. Grant's leg and drawing a line where the surgery had taken place with his finger. He stated that similar to rehabbing an injury, Ms. Grant cannot let scar tissue build up inside her from trauma as her vulnerability is a gift. Wow, he's good. He's good. McMahon explained that people are intimidated around him and are afraid to touch him. McMahon added that he is an affectionate person who likes to hug and starve for physical affection. McMahon then led Ms. Grant on a tour of his condo before hugging her goodbye again, whispering, whispering, Feel so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. On April 1st, 2019, Ms. Grant met with corporate officer number two at WWE headquarters for a short time. Uh, Officer number two hardly asked any questions, saying that uh, corporate officer number two was figuring out where Ms. Grant would be placed and then promised to be in touch again after WrestleMania. Later that day, Ms. Grant texted McMahon and enthusiastically enthusiastically described her meeting with officer number two. She also commented on a dinosaur skull that she saw McMahon's office wall, prompting his response, by the way, if you're a bad girl, the T-Rex will eat you, followed by seriously, Janelle, Wherever you land in WWE will be a credit to the organization. Uh, uh, April 7, 2019, Ms. Grant and resident manager were provided a VIP experience at WrestleMania, including private transportation in a black SUV arranged by McMahon. Per McMahon's instructions, Ms. Grant diligently took notes about her impressions from WrestleMania, her first time attending such an event. Wait, wait, hold, excuse me. Ms. Grant left overwhelmed with emotion and feeling hopeful that everything McMahon promised was becoming a rea- reality. Over the next several weeks, McMahon invited Miss Grant to his condo on several occasions, each time assuring her that he would find the right position for her at WWE. <laughs> I hear this. I'm thinking sexual positions. This man's not slick. Vince McMahon, you're not slick. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is hilarious. Okay, okay. For each meeting with McMahon, Ms. Grant brought sample job descriptions she found online to review with him and demonstrate the type of role she might fit in. McMahon listened to Ms. Grant, asked her questions, pointed out qualities that he described as rare gifts, including her goodness, vivaciousness, childlike innocence, and ability to be vulnerable, all things that made her an easy target. McMahon also initiated long physical embraces with Ms. Grant, repeatedly telling her that he trusted her, that he could be himself around her, and how he'd open his home to her. During one visit to the condo in late April 2019, McMahon did not greet Ms. Grant when she entered, but instead called her to his master walk-in closet. As soon as she turned the corner, McMahon emerged from his bathroom wearing only briefs. Shocked, Ms. Grant turned around and apologized. As McMahon laughed and asked her to turn around, he then handed her a shirt and asked for her help with the buttons. McMahon reminded her that he was working hard on her role and he said he felt good about her taking care of him. Around that time, McMahon also told Ms. Grant that he would never forget how helpless she looked when they first met, that he wanted to wrap his arms around her and assured her that everything is going to be okay and that Ms. Grant's problems were in the past. McMahon also told Ms. Grant that he viewed her as a true friend. However, McMahon advised Ms. Grant that people at WWE could never know about their closeness or else rumors would spawn and threaten them, particularly due to Ms. Grant's physical beauty. McMahon also emphasized that circumstances could jeopardize the company. Around this time, he mentioned that he had an attorney on Speed Dial whom he described as the best of the best at making problems, including people, become problems go away. That's a fixer. That's what we call a fixer. Let's continue. April 21st, 2019, McMahon unexpectedly invited Ms. Grant to his condo to provide her with an update upon her, uh, her arrival. McMahon assured Ms. Grant that he was a man of his word, that his office would be in touch with her as soon as with the right role. As she turned to leave, McMahon grabbed a large black electric massager and told Ms. Grant to turn around for a demonstration he quickly moved to rubbing his hands on Miss Grant's upper back before reminding her that she would hear from his office about next steps in a day or two two days later Miss Grant was contacted about further meetings at WWE a week later she met with two high-ranking human resource employees including human resource employee number one and number two respectively Both Human Resources employees, number one and number two, provided Ms. Grant with their impressions about company culture at WWE and confirmed that the ball was in their court to figure out where she would best fit in at WWE. On May 5th, 2019, Ms. Grant visited uh, McMahon's condo again and the topic of bucket list came up, during which Ms. Grant expressed that she always dreamed of attending the Belmont Stakes. Mm -hmm. McMahon responded that he would personally acquire two tickets for her, which Ms. Grant said she could not accept McMahon then stood up from his chair and knelt in front of the chair where Miss Grant was seated blocking her from standing he leaned close to Miss Grant and told her to kiss him Miss Grant paused and gave McMahon a kiss on the cheek to which McMahon sighed that's not what I meant after McMahon walked up to to his bedroom and said that he wanted Miss Grant she swiftly rejected his advances and tried to reason with him that he was putting her in a bad position Ms. Grant played with McMahon to stop and think about what he was doing. McMahon then begged repeatedly simply to hold Ms. Grant out of fear for her employment and his earlier implied threats about his legal team dealing with problems. Ms. Grant laid down in bed next to McMahon and kept her hands clasped and ankles crossed as she acquiesced in saying that he could only hold her but nothing more. Now let me just say this real quick everything's a choice what you don't like about the choice are your options everything is a choice right everything is a choice a lot of y'all kept y'all jobs y'all got stuck in the arm you had a choice nonetheless you don't like the potential outcomes but you always have a choice always let's continue when Ms. Grant tried to make small talk about WWE's TV storylines, McMahon suggested she watch ne- the next episode of Monday Night Raw and text him before the broadcast. After she agreed, he forcibly kissed her and began pulling her down a strap on her sweater. Ms. Grant then sat up and she needed, said she needed to leave and, and had a lot to process and left. The next day, Ms. Grant watched the show as promised and texted McMahon to wish him well. She was shocked when he appeared on the show and text back in the middle of the live broadcast. Wow, that was a very nice message. Made me smile. May 9, 2019, McMahon texted Ms. Grant that she will have a job at WWE by that Friday. The next day, Human Resources employee number two called Ms. Grant to inform her that WWE corporate officer number four would contact her at 4 p.m. to discuss a legal role. After her call with corporate officer number four, Ms. Ms. Grant sent uh, McMahon a thumbs up text message to indicate the call went well. Around 7 p.m., corporate officer number four unexpectedly called her a second time and formally offered her a job, saying, "Welcome to WWE." Oh, this is going to be a long read. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna rock through it though. Regardless, I will get this chat, super chats, and and cash apps Let me rock through this. All right. Uh, May 11, 2019, McMahon invited Miss Grant to his condo again and asked her to lay in bed with him before informing her that he had ordered WWE corporate officer number four to offer her the job. Even though a job description had not been firmed up beyond a high level summary. While incredibly excited to finally receive long awaited employment and financial security, Ms. Grant expressed to McMahon that there seemed to be a conflict between his doing this and his warning to Ms. Grant that no one could know about their closeness. He appeared amused with his replying, It's my company. McMahon then undressed down to his briefs while Ms. Grant remained clothed and he began kissing Ms. Grant and inserting his hands into her pants without consent. May 16th, 2019, McMahon informed Ms. Grant that he had obtained two tickets to the Belmont Stakes scheduled for June 8, 2019. Ms. Grant received an offer letter from WWE for an entry level job as a legal administrative coordinator with a salary of $75,000. Hmm. That's not bad. That's not life changing money, though, right? May 18, 2019, McMahon summoned Ms. Grant to his condo and she brought a printed copy of the letter, offer letter to review with him. McMahon informed Ms. Grant that her new boss, a, a WWE employee who worked at worked in risk and government relations, was a decades-long family friend and confidant similar in age to McMahon and one of a small original group what McMahon called the Titan Family who helped the WWE expand from a regional promotion to a global juggernaut man stated that outside of his attorney uh, employee number one was the most feared figure in the company because an employee number one usually fired employees beyond that he offered little detail about uh, employee number one's role at WWE instead he focused on WWE employee number one's personal traumas explained that similar to uh, Ms. grant uh, employee number one has no family left after WWE employees number one's spouse passed away that the McMahons and WWE were employees number one surrogate family. McMahon touted WWE on employee number one's loyalty, saying with that employee number one would be able to protect Ms. Grant and then led her to his bedroom while giving her the command of please don't stop this. Yikes. May 18, 2019 encounter Ms. Grant felt coerced into en- engaging in sexual activity and that McMahon had trapped her in an impossible situation as she feared adverse career and personal consequences and legal retaliation if she declined his advances. Once again, you always have a choice. You just don't like the the answers. You just don't like the options. You, you There's always a choice. You just don't like the choices. But Let's continue. Let's continue. McMahon stated, this is what I have been waiting for as he performed oral sex on Ms. Grant. Ms. Grant asked that protection be used. And McMahon responded that there would be There was no need to worry because he was clean. (laughs) Let's continue. Feeling that she was being used for his gratification, Ms. Grant went numb and was unable to make eye contact. McMahon then flipped her on his back and said, okay, jack him off. Disturbed by the non-consensual sexual encounter, she hoped, That McMahon would cease his advances, but his advances continued to lead uh, and left her to fulfill his demands or lose her job. June 16, 2019, the day before starting with WWE, Ms. Grant attempted to shut down any further physical contact or sexual encounters by admitting to McMahon her unhappiness and concern starting her first job ever in his legal department to no less while in a physical relationship with his chairman and CEO. She requested that they end any physical relationship while remaining friends to avoid any risk to any either of them okay McMahon refused saying that it was not ending it did not need to and that he did not ever envision it ending he reminded her that he trusted her reiterated that rumors would lead to trouble probe whether her silence would be an issue and brushed off her concerns that she was struggling with the feeling that her job felt unearned McMahon told Ms. Grant that all she needed to do was not tell anyone and that it just has to look legit McMahon then spun the conversation and told Ms. Grant to focus on the positives and embrace her that her life was about to change saying isn't that what you always wanted? McMahon manipulatively emphasized that she's about to start an adventure and gain a new family with the WWE as a surrogate for the family that she lost. Ultimately, Ms. Grant's unsuccessful attempt to end further unwanted physical contact quickly taught her that her view on the matters not relevant. Okay june 17 2019 ms grant reported to wwe headquarters for her first day of work with attorneys in glass offices and support staff in cubicles with low walls and tall monitors it was easy to see how much her other colleagues worked as a quite a small department it was even easier to overhear the conversations ms grant was immediately surprised that there was not much work assigned to her struggling even to appear busy in her new role and start contracts to colleagues who complained about overflowing inboxes. Ms. Grant's phone only overflowed with controlling and sexually charged messages from the chairman and CEO reminding her of both McMahon's power and ever-present surveillance. Colleagues shared onboarding stories, stories with Ms. Grant and talked about receiving pre-made binders of information or the opportunity to shadow uh, departing employees, none of which happened for Ms. Grant nor did anyone know what her unusual title of administrator coordinator meant. Ms. Grant did not meet did not even meet employee number one until her second week of employment. Employee number one was a lively individual who frequently regaled the legal department with stories of others at WWE. If McMahon's name was mentioned, w, uh, employee number one would turn to Miss Grant with a smile, a finger point, and or a comment that drew attention to her connection to McMahon, such as "She knows what I'm talking about." Wow! Employee number one and Miss Grant bonded quickly, as McMahon had predicted. Ms. Grant referred to, her, referred to as partner was taught words to live by in WWE, including we do what is in the best interest for the company, protect the business, and if McMahon wants something, the answer is a no, but rather how do we make it happen? Employee number one also impressed on Ms. Grant that job titles don't mean anything for members of McMahon's inner circle, which she was clearly considered to be a part of. Employee number one was seldom in the office and required little administrative support. Ms. Grant reportedly in, reported indirectly to another uh, employee within the legal department, referred to as employee number two, who provided her with occasional projects related to talent appearances and XFL that helped Miss uh, fill Ms. Grant's time. Based on her hiring alone, uh, officer number four was on notice that there was something different about Ms. Grant, namely her connection to McMahon. As Ms. Grant feared and had expressed to McMahon she was unhappy that a spotlight was unnecessarily put on her before she ever set foot in the office. Ms. Grant immediately noticed that uh, officer number four was warm with other colleagues but cold towards her. Okay July 2019 after Ms. Grant raised an issue related to XFL's performance enhancing drug policy with McMahon officer number four behavior shifted from cold to actively hostile if Ms. Grant walked to the room uh, while number, Officer Number 4 was laughing with colleagues, uh, Officer No. 4's expression immediately became blank, and Officer Number 4 would walk away. If Officer No. 4 and Ms. Grant walked towards each other in the hallway, Officer Number 4 stopped and changed directions. Colleagues noted this shift in behavior while some com- commented on it to Ms. Grant. Others emulated it. Isolation. Isolation. Notwithstanding the issues detailed above, Ms. Grant took her employment seriously. In contrast, McMahon continued the pattern of sending sexually charged messages throughout the work week. Her employment, depending on her continued appeasement and obedience to McMahon and believing she needed McMahon's protection from the suspicious officer number four and others, Ms. Grant felt no choice but to respond in kind. Okay. From all this, Ms. Grant began to uh, experience debilitating panic attacks in the office on a near daily basis that left her physically drained she could not hide the physical symptoms of attacks and text president manager you should see the way people look at me when I'm having an attack But while her co-workers noticed no one dared get, get involved all right summer 2019 McMahon's presence was all consuming to Miss Grant's life in the office she felt monitored as she was surrounded by allies of McMahon which led to continued daily panic attacks outside the office McMahon sexually sexualized her entirely he no longer referred to her as a friend and largely stopped talking to Miss Grant outside of texting and fantasy talk any non-sexual texts related to life and or work were either ignored or given token responses like okay or yep hmm. as detailed here in McMahon was adamant about having Ms. Grant send him explicit photographs impressing upon her that it was part of her sexuality given the control that McMahon had over Ms. Grant's employment she felt compelled to comply and sent the explicit photographs to McMahon's mobile device Ms. Grant was routinely assured that the photographs she was providing to McMahon were to remain private and were a part of their secret world McMahon began to degrade Miss Grant calling her his bitch while hinting at a fascination with having other people watch them engage in sexual activity listen if you think Diddy's freak-offs were bad holy cow Diddy has nothing on Vince McMahon absolutely nothing let's get to it let's get to it okay additionally this complaint details encounters during which mcmahon caused ms grant to sustain physical injuries including bleeding and pain from forceful use of sex toys despite ms grant's plea to cease any further sexual activity the number of sexual encounters increased as did mcmahon's physical aggression during them here we go notably McMahon was most aggressive when using the certain sex toys named after male WWE wrestlers and performers. McMahon named the the sex toys so that the color of the toy matched the race of the wrestler. For example, a black dildo would be named after an African-American wrestler and a white dildo would be named after a (laughs) named after a Caucasian wrestler Lord have mercy. In addition to McMahon's infatuation with pretending that other men and namely certain WWE talent were in the room with them. This was yet another incremental step in desensitizing Miss Grant to his fantasy and eventual demands that she perform sexual acts for and or have sexual contacts with others within the WWE. We're just on page 22 good Lord let's continue. During the David versus Goliath type wrestling match in 2019 now once again all the wrestling aficionados will be able to know whose match who who was where 2019 they'll, they'll put the pieces together names will start coming out pretty soon okay ms Grant shared her shared with mcmahon her thoughts on the event the draw of rooting for the underdog and ideas for future events mcmahon complimented her creative input she believed she was being taken seriously that is until mcmahon named a dildo after the smaller wrestler and attempted to sexualize the situation diminishing her input by fall of 2019 McMahon frequently pressed for pornographic videos and more explicit content when Miss Grant expressed apprehension with his request McMahon responded with assurances that she could trust him or question why didn't she trust him McMahon also took care to remind Miss Grant of his power and influence such as by flaunting a meeting with Saudi Crown Prince October 2019 Let's continue in addition to her panic attacks. Ms. Grant began experiencing increasingly severe physical, mental, and emotional symptoms, including sleep disruption, dizziness, exhaustion, rashes, weight loss, hair loss, and migraines. Goddamn. In November, 2019, Ms. Grant informed McMahon that her doctor suggested that her symptoms stem from trauma and ongoing stress. McMahon mocked her emotional trauma. My ass, however. November 20, 2019 McMahon insisted that Ms. Grant see a physician of his choosing. This physician is referred to as hearing a celebrity doctor and the facility that celebrity doctor operated from his from is referred to hearing as alternative clinic. McMahon and celebrity doctor assured Grant that her bills at, uh, at alternative clinic would be taken care of under McMahon's account. After the initial visit, it became apparent to Ms. Grant that McMahon and celebrity doctor wanted Ms. Grant to remain in the care of celebrity doctor's practice and Ms. Grant felt pressured to do so. Celebrity doctor made comments about how celebrity doctor, they they refusing, they refusing, referring to McMahon, an alternative clinic, had saved her life, and celebrity doctor often remarked how Ms. Grant was unable to even make eye contact with celebrity doctor during initial sessions as obvious sign of trauma. <laughs> Ms. Grant acknowledged having a relationship with McMahon during visits from celebrity doctor, who gave little reactions save telling her... There were many different paths to God and love. Celebrity doctor lavished attention, treatments, and products on Miss Grant, all which were paid under McMahon's account. Miss Grant was never provided any receipts when Miss Grant inquired about certain treatments provided. Celebrity doctor challenged her on whether she trusted celebrity doctor and postured that if she didn't trust celebrity doctor, then we should part ways right now. At the onset of her care with celebrity doctor, each session lasted up to one hour. Miss Grant would leave feeling exhausted from celebrity doctor's deep dives into her personal and work life as coach, focused on behavioral science. Okay, so now okay, January thirtieth, press release. Okay, George Barrios and Michelle Winston lead the lead the department or leave the company. Okay, lead the board of directors. Okay, then they brought on Frank Riddick the third, and okay, 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 okay. All right, February third, twenty twenty. McMahon sent a message to Ms. Grant, advising he had been informed by corporate officer number two that there were a lot of rumors circulating about McMahon and Ms. Grant. McMahon warned Ms. Grant that rumors were not good for either of them. Then, uh, February 10, 2020, without any advance warning, Ms. Grant was tempor- temporarily relocated to the XFL workforce. Ms. Grant, uh, having been desperate to escape the feeling of being trapped in her existence at WWE, applied to remain with the XFL on March 6, 2020. She openly vocalized her desire to remain with XFL to colleagues, even referring to her state of work at WWE as nothing nothingness and she sought permission to make the official change from WWE employee uh, corporate officer number four before informing McMahon days after this, during which time she had finally told McMahon about her application to to remain with XFL. Her request was denied. (laughs) Bitch, it's his company. Duh. Oh my God. Let's continue. What page are we on? I don't know. Okay, in the weeks that followed, despite McMahon's warning about rumors and direction to grant Ms. grant to play dumb, he began showing explicit photos of Ms. Grant to people both inside and outside the company. March 26 2020 McMahon sent a lengthy message to Ms. Grant describing in the details of circumstances surrounding sharing explicit photos of Ms. Grant to a former uh, re- to a former referee. McMahon described how referee left to masturbate and told Ms. Grant she had made a perfect stranger very happy. Ms. Grant initially dismissed this as mere fantasy talk, believing that McMahon would not actually do such re- a reckless thing. But when she voiced apprehension about McMahon sharing naked photos of her with of her with someone she did not know, McMahon's response was not to comfort her, but to assure uh, WWE referees loyalty to him. This sharing of explicit photos terrified Ms. Grant, as it illustrated McMahon's sheer lack of self-control, and to further panic her at these private and intimate photos, which included her face, were being shared with complete strangers. March 30, 2020, McMahon enthusiastically messaged Ms. Grant that the uh, referee had showed a friend a naked photo of Ms. Grant, which marked the beginning of McMahon sharing Ms. Grant's naked pictures with others who he encouraged to share with their friends. March 31st, Ms. Grant expressed concern to McMahon that she had no intention of having sex with these strangers and requested McMahon make that message clear as she felt threatened and distressed by the responses her pictures were getting. She made clear that she did not want any perception of her moving beyond that the point of mere fantasy. Shortly after McMahon surprised Ms. Grant with news that he had pro- protected her job from a furlough that WWE would imminently emin- announce, the furlough affected a large number of employees, and McMahon emphasized that he personally made sure that she would not be one of them. Reinforcing her dependency on him, particularly after the majority of the support staff in the legal department all hired prior to Miss Grant were furloughed. Damn. McMahon became the most important figure in Miss Grant's life as he meticulously asserted power and control over every aspect of, her, of it miss grant's fear intensified over the consequences that result from McMahon's actions particularly by sharing her naked pictures she became paranoid completely dependent and worship uh, worshipfully devoted to McMahon he in turn pressed forward in exerting his power over Miss grant as he saw fit okay okay 26 whoa 40 more pages oh my gosh <laughs> 40 more pages let's continue let's continue where am i at right now okay 188 112 okay cool. I'm, I'm okay with that may 2020 may you know, may 2020 mcmahon had recruited an individual who he manip- manipulative manipulatively referred to as his friend to engage in threesome with mcmahon and ms grant the friend turned out to be mcmahon's physical therapist at alternative clinic and is referred to as physical therapist to induce miss grant's participation in the threesome mcmahon began referring to ms grant as his girlfriend and sent her a large bouquet of flowers on may 8th 2020 ms grant expressed apprehension about participating in the threesome in response mcmahon insisted that the plans were already made and suggested he would lose a friendship if she did if she did not go through with it on the day of the threesome Ms. Grant showed up to the condo, but reiterated that she did not want to go through with the act. She expressed fear of being thrown around like a rag doll by McMahon, and physical therapist. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's not. Yeah, it's not funny. After Ms. Grant clearly stated she wanted to back out, McMahon responded by telling Ms. Grant for the first time that he loved her, stunning her into silence. McMahon's manipulative tactic result- resulted in the outcome he wanted, and he led her down the stairs to the bedroom where physical therapist was already waiting to begin the threesome early in the encounter mcmahon immediately directed ms grant to lay down on her back in a supplicating position while straddling her mcmahon
0: (laughs) oh my god let's go let's
2: get to it while straddling her mcmahon defecated on ms grant's head mcmahon left his shower off but he instructed ms grant to remain in place with (laughs) excrement in her hair and to continue performing for his friend. While Ms. Grant requested protection, none was offered. McMahon, a physical therapist, actively continued with the threesome and directed Ms. Grant's sexual performance for around an hour and a half while she was left covered in feces. Here we go to text messages. Following the threesome on May 11, 2020, McMahon sent an explicit message to Ms. Grant that further detailed his fantasy of seeing her engage in sexual relations. It goes. Good lord i love it that's you Jan- janet or janelle you just can't get enough can you in the future it's going to be so bad that you'll demand to be fucked twice a day and not just with in a three-way why not let others see the beautiful voluptuous body and watch you shake uncontrollably when you come they'll go out of their minds then i'll find more friends and we'll tie you up so you're a helpless I'll direct them to have their way, their way, any way they want. Who can make you scream the loudest? Maybe I'll just line them up and have them squirt in your mouth, pussy all over your tits, and your ass covered in <laughs> the shapes.
0: Oh my God! Oh my God!
2: You'll be covered in cum, and we'll make you eat it all. and taste everybody's come the next morning. You'll be a little sore, but you're, you're still going to want more after all that. Oh, oh Lord, 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 Lord. Lord. <laughs> Let's continue. McMahon then pressured Miss Grant to several additional threesomes in large part because she felt she had no other choice. You always have a choice, ladies. There's always a choice. Always. Particularly after McMahon's comments that he had personally ensured that she had not lost her job. Her subsequent run ins with physical therapists at the clinic also served as a reminder of how much was at stake if she did not obey. McMahon controlled Ms. Grant's employment income, paid for her medical care, circulated naked, naked pictures of her, and ignored her lack of consent for the last reason. Indeed, when text conversations would begin to fire across. From McMahon's fantasies into reality, Ms. Grant often attempted to avoid physical encounters with physical therapists. Uh, September 23, 2020, when she told McMahon there was no room for a third body, after the threesomes began, McMahon became more sadistic and his fantasies focused on control, such as choking, sensory deprivation, pain, humiliation, and group scenarios in which Ms. Grant was to be physically overwhelmed and subservient. Let's continue. Your last picture. You need your panties ripped off by by three by three big black (laughs) dicks in all three holes at the same time. Way up your pussy and way up your ass as far as they will go, but even farther. And the thickest cock goes down your throat, but makes you gag and convulse as those big black cocks pound away. (laughs) It feels like from the start you're being assaulted but it's just but it just made you come non-stop just one continuous constant orgasm and just before you pass out those big squirt their low load, the loads of come inside you <laughs> as you lay on your stomach the cum is coming out of all your holes. I'll turn you over and check all, all over you
0: Christ. sweet Jesus sweet Jesus
2: Sweet, sweet Lord, have mercy.
0: Sweet, sweet, sweet Jesus. (laughs) 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 All right,
2: let's continue. On one occasion, or page twenty-nine. Okay, twenty. Page twenty. Okay, page twenty. We are halfway done, y'all. Halfway done. Halfway done. On one occasion, he instructed Ms. Grant, do not knock on the door because if I see you, I will attack you in the hallway. To leave no doubt regarding the, the dynamic of the relationship on May 20, 2020, May 12, 2020, McMahon texts Ms. Grant, I'm the only one who owns you and controls who I want to fuck you. A theme that was often reiterated throughout their involvement. June 17, 2020, Ms. Grant sent text to McMahon noting her one year anniversary and joining WWE. McMahon ignored her. Months later, McMahon reminded Ms. Grant about their far-reaching results of his texting out explicit content of her. By now, thousands of men see you every day all over the world. They all want to fuck you. Around this time, McMahon openly shared explicit photographs and salacious stories about Ms. Grant with WWE crew at tape the TV tapings. A group McMahon also referred to as her fan club. Indeed, McMahon exuberantly messaged her, tr- her a truthful story of having just shared explicit content of her with the group of 12 men on the WWE tech crew and recounting the obscene details he shared with them. Sorry. Oh, oh, let's read this. Okay, 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 come on, come on. You ready? Okay. I just passed my phone around to a bunch of guys on the tech crew. They were screaming, OMG. She's fucking beautiful. Look at that ass. I'd like to get that. I paused to count out how loud, how many guys... There were 12 and then said okay there's 12 of you and she would love to fuck each and every one of you at a time the guys cheered but she will only do it it, if she takes three at the time that brought a huge reaction she wants one deep in her ass one down her throat and one in her pussy and you can pound her and keep on pounding her till you pop your load she may scream and try to say no Although it would be difficult to say anything with a cock on her throat. They laughed. And then I, I then said listen. Listen no laugh. I then said oh listen no matter what. Just pound away till you squirt. Baby these guys were having a blast with me. Some of them didn't believe me. So I said you were the greatest fuck in the world. And no matter how much you get. You always wanted more. And then I said she loves come, Baby these texts as we call them were having the time of their lives listening to my truthful story and then said you would take a 10 minute break between each fucking but then you would get back on your hands and knees your ass in the air and say okay I'm ready to, who's next I drove them wild baby I should say you drove them wild just imagine if this really happened baby how much come you would have coming out of all your holes Lord have mercy Lord have mercy Lord have mercy let's continue let's continue on the occasions when Ms. Grant informed McMahon she was physically injured during their sexual encounter, McMahon's responses varied from apologies to non-accountable pushback and blaming impulse control. When encounters were particularly brutal, Ms. Grant leaned to book in the truth of her injuries with compliments to create the least amount of pushback from McMahon. However, Ms. Grant sustained brutal and painful injuries including bleeding, swelling, bruising, and spans of incontinence incontinence resulting from McMahon's forceful use of his fists, adult toys, objects unsafe for vaginal insertion or penetration August 28, 2020 Ms. Grant texts McMahon that she was injured during their last sexual encounter as a result of McMahon's insistence on penetrating Ms. Grant with extra large sex toys including a vibrating wand that caused her to panic McMahon ignored Ms. Grant's warning that the device was not meant for insertion and forcefully shoved the wand inside her so deeply that it became stuck for a period. She texts she was in pain and bleeding a lot between last night and today and I'm on the floor right now because I can't get comfortable. On August 29th, 2020, she texted him an update that she was still really uncomfortable and I got hurt in some way that I'm having trouble describing. McMahon did apologize saying that sometimes I just get carried away. Lord have mercy lord have mercy lord have mercy let's continue during this time ms grant became so sick from the stress of the situations that mcmahon had subjected her to the weight to that her weight plummeted to just over 100 pounds which mcmahon ignored one distressing event occurred on november 21st 2020 when mcmahon drove Mick, uh, ms grant to uh, headquarters to fulfill his fantasy of having a sexual encounter with her in his office, causing Ms. Grant to suffer a panic attack in the passenger seat while pleading with McMahon to change his mind and drive her back home. McMahon scoffed and then gave her an ultimatum, either have a sexual encounter in his office or inside the parked car. Terrified, Ms. Grant obeyed McMahon's directions and they entered the uh, WWE headquarters for the encounter. Further, despite Ms. Grant's re- repeated statements that she did not consent to threesomes with McMahon and physical therapist, McMahon ad- advertised to her advertised her to others, and told her that he had found another person to join them, defendant John Laurinaitis. November 2020, McMahon pressed Ms. Grant to make explicit photos and videos to send to Laurinaitis. McMahon orchestrated exchanges by instructing Ms. Grant when to create explicit content from Laurinaitis, including what to say, and provided her with notes to adjust her performance. McMahon then facilitated the exchange of explicit content back and forth between Ms. Grant and Laurinaitis. Notably, even once phone numbers were exchanged between Grant and Laurinaitis, McMahon insisted that he be privy to any messages that Ms. Grant sent to Laurinaitis, demanded that she report back about all interactions, further illustrating the level of control he held over Ms. Grant. December 29, 2020, a threesome was arranged between McMahon, Laurinaitis, and Ms. Grant at McMahon's condo. McMahon instructed her to tell Laurinaitis that she was a neighbor and girlfriend working in the legal field but not at WWE. Shortly after the meeting Laurinaitis, Miss Grant asked him if she was the first woman whom McMahon had introduced her to in such a setting. Laurinaitis failed to respond and shot a look directly at McMahon, who quickly intervened by kissing Ms. Grant and initiating the sexual encounter amongst the three of them. Once again, Ms. Grant asked for protection. Once again, her request was denied after an assurance that Laurinaitis was clean. In the tw- the days that followed, McMahon texted her that Laurynite hugged me like a bear and said thank you to me about twelve times already. Contrast Laurynite's message, Miss Grant. Thanks for the fun afternoon. Continue. Let's continue. Uh, okay, Miss Grant. Okay, January fifteen, Miss Grant was reassigned to directly support a new hire. February 5th, 2021, McNamara sent Ms. Grant to establish a schedule for when other men, including physical therapists and lower nights, can have sex with Ms. Grant, which Ms. Grant attempted to rebuff. Baby, he's not the only one. So-and-so called me this afternoon begging to eat you and F you and his with his nice and hard day. He says, give me another week, baby, and I'll be ready. I'm feeling more like myself. It's not great, but it's getting better. Tell him soon. I already told him, baby, by the way, Johnny wants Tuesdays, but not this coming one and the occasional Saturday, but maybe I can shift it to Thursday nights. Johnny would like all of the above. Good Lord. Good Lord. This is crazy, bro. Oh, this is, this is crazy. Text like this, a shift schedule caused Miss Grant to suffer breakdowns over how her original hope for a new life had been reduced to an objectified and dehumanized existence with no way out. March 6, 2021, a second threesome between McMahon, Laurinaitis and Ms. Grant occurred. Uh, March 2021, WWE had not still had a replacement after WWE corporate officer number four termination. Oh, number four was terminated in, in November 2020. Okay. Okay. Uh, stalling for the job. Okay. All right. As a result, McMahon stated the plan was for her to change departments and he verbally directed Ms. Grant to transferred to the talent relations department reporting to Laurinaitis. Ms. Grant sent McMahon a text message recapping their conversation, expressing shock and a range of concerns, including about Laurenitis. Essentially, Miss Grant expressed a desire to be treated humanely and taken seriously, which she acknowledged could be an uphill battle. Unfortunately, Miss Grant's transfer to the talent relations department came with the expectation uh, from McMahon and Laurenitis that she engaged with Laurenitis sexually, both physically and with explicit content. Uh officer number two informed Grant that the day she would be officially he moved to talent relations and would quickly begin reporting to Laurenitis, although details about her role, including her title and salary, were still being firmed up. And S's Miss Grant again found herself in a completely undefined role, except for the understanding that she remained a sexual slave to be used and trafficked by McMahon within WWE. March 12, 2021, McMahon reminded her of her connection between her job and her role as a sexual object. Let's work hard and play hard too. March 16th, Ms. Grant was directed to pick up a key to Laurinaitis' hotel room and serve herself to him as breakfast before the start of work. McMahon constantly reinforced the expectation that Ms. Grant sexually performed for him and her new boss Laurinaitis both in and out of the office. March 22, 2021, do you promise to make me proud, baby? Will you show him what a porno star you can be? Will you show off for me like never before on days when he's in town? I want him to fuck every morning and later in the office too. Make like, uh April April second. Um that um that Ms. Grant should obey if Loronidas wanted to bring in yet more men. Maybe he wants two other guys to join you with him. Holy shit, you've been told you would do anything with him. So if if he surprised you with two others, you would have no alternative then to take them on. OMG, the stories you could tell then makes me want to come right now. By the way i just thought of what uh, i think is an excellent idea maybe you can hint that if he knows someone who can be discreet it might be better if you and johnny try him out first so you can so he can get more comfortable bec- before he's introduced to me actually that that makes total sense doesn't it holy cow holy cow all right so april 2021 ms grant is informed that she will be given the title of vice president of operations within the talent uh, relations department However, days later, McMahon backtracked and said she would be director of operations instead to avoid suspicion of a sudden promotion to vice president. Um, he said during the conversation, told her he expressed that uh, he wanted to reach the level of vice president and spend a year or two in the position that she would be able to take the experience anywhere. Okay. Ms. Grant left his conversation with McMahon, hoping that she could just escape the situation with her finances and reputation attacks. She just needed to survive until that point. Okay, April 2021. Meeting between Ms. Grant and Officer Number Two. Officer Number Two acknowledged that the jump initially proposed the Vice President was too big and could put a target on Ms. Grant's back. Nevertheless, corporate Officer Number Two presented Ms. Grant with paperwork detail, detailing a base salary of two hundred grand as Director of Operations. As soon as Ms. Grant began working directly for Lauranitis, forcibly touching and overtly sexual behaviors became part of her daily life. When he was in the office, on numerous occasions, Ms. Grant was direct to visit Lauranitis in his hotel room before work to serve herself to him as as his breakfast. These devastating experiences made Ms. Grant feel as though she were being pimped out as an object for sexual gratification for a new boss. Upon, upon information and belief, corporate funds from the WWE were used to finance Laurenidas's hotel stays when these coerced sexual encounters occurred. Per McMahon's instructions, Ms. Grant reported interactions with Laurentis back to McMahon for whom stories served as a source of arousal. <coughs> Pete the arrangement of Laurinaitis and Ms. Grant left Miss Grant miserable and enraged. However, in her years of experience with McMahon, she knew her request to stop would be ignored at best or used to destroy her career and reputation at, at worst. Ms. Grant was further left feeling isolated by colleagues surveilled by the top-level employees within WWE. Mm, okay. okay. Okay, here we go, another text. Those compliments will keep on coming, baby. Just wait see. I totally understand and agree. Uh, being scared of communication and photos, Johnny gets drunk and sloppy and could easily make a mistake that could cost him his job and yours too. Verbal communication is the way to go. That said, have you and Johnny talked about breakfast tomorrow? Because we haven't discussed it at all. It's up in the air. Johnny complained about getting a new phone and it just arrived. I haven't set up time to coordinate setting it up with IT because I need him to assure me that he's erased everything. Ever saved truly? I regret that he ever got pics. It's not worth stressing. I'm feeling I'm done with it. On mm-hmm. uh, June 14, 2021, Miss Grant t- told uh, again, told McMahon that she did not want to engage in sexual encounters with Lauren. I is I've left the hotel feeling bad about myself every time. Hey, okay. oh, here we go. This is one at the office when they run, they run, they run the train on at the office. Once again, this is not funny, but jeez. Okay, June 15, 2021. Ms. Grant messaged McMahon that due to her work and an important project, she did not want a threesome that week as a threesome won't set me up for success. It'll knock me out. To avoid pushback from McMahon, Ms. Grant offered the following week instead. McMahon and Laurinaitis ignored her plea and brought her into Laurinaitis' office, forcibly touching and addressing her before forcing her to engage in a threesome on a conference table. Ms. Grant pleaded, no, 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 and please stop. McMahon responded with no means yes. Ms. Grant again told him to stop. Instead, McMahon licked his fingers and penetrated Miss Grant and said, take it, bitch, with, which each taking turns restraining her for the other. Laura Knight is then joined by forcibly shoving his tongue, then penis into Miss Grant's mouth. June 23, 2021 uh mcmahon directed ms grant in the middle of a work day to meet him on the lower floor when ms grant arrived mcmahon led her inside his private locker room locked the door and forced himself on her over a massage table later that day fifty thousand dollars in gift cards to bloomingdales were purchased at mcmahon's direction and delivered by mcmahon's personal assistant to ms grant in her office Multiple occasions, Ms. Grant worked on the Loronidas, included after McMahon's promise that one-on-one encounters would end, even after his wife moved across the country to join Laurenitis. He would call Ms. Grant into his office, lock the door, unzip his pants, and instruct Ms. Grant to perform oral sex. Through, uh, through all this, Ms. Grant noticed that the less she became sexually engaged with Laurenitis, the less work she had as Laurenitis began to belittle Ms. Grant in front of colleagues. Fearing for herself and her future, Ms. Grant asked Laurenitis whether he still supported her promotion to vice president. He deflected with an answer about considering all options and changed the topic. The extreme uncertainty and fear for her future exasperated Ms. Grant's physical symptoms of illness, including gastro, gastrointestinal gastrointestinal issues and vomiting, which continued to worsen over the remainder of her time with WWE. upon information and belief mcmahon began to recruit wwe superstar for a sexual encounter with miss grant while she was still a coordinator in the legal department by july 2021 ms. mcmahon informed ms grant that wwe superstar would be their next playmate as in other instances mcmahon described his fantasy of seeing ms grant engage engage in unmerciful sexual acts with superstar during which he would rip her open mcmahon also confided to ms grant that he wanted to have superstar under a new contract I think it's Brock y'all. I think it's Brock. I think it's Brock. So let me do this real quick. Let me take a, let me take a quick break. Let me get to these super chats and these cash apps. (sighs) Go, go get a drink. Go get some water. I don't know. Pop a pill. Some just take, let's take a five minute break y'all. Holy cow. Let's decompress what we've all read and, and what you've heard uh i while y'all do that i will go over these super chats jeez e. Peace, conspiracy university thank you for the 500 super chat bro. just passing the collection played around bro. usher duties peace king yes indeed appreciate you, bro appreciate you appreciate you God. damn it uh bob thank you for the 500 super chat to summarize he has all these issues now because he did not pay her fully yeah Yeah. Pay what you owe. Uh, Bob again, thank you for this 200 super chat. Uh, Free will is an illusion. Okay. (laughs) Let me get to the cash apps real quick. Go get y'all a drink. Go roll up a blunt or something and we gonna finish this. This is horrific. J Jermaine, my man, thank you for the 10 on the cash app for damn. I knew your ass was live was live off this WWE. Sage made man again for the five of the cash up for Vince's on some JD's revenge. Ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <sighs> oh, ah. Oh, Joe. What the hell, bro? What in the hell? Everybody take a break. Take a break. Take a break. Take a break. All right, let me check my Twitter real quick. Let me check my Twitter. Everybody take a break. Oh, it was
0: Brock, huh? Oh. All right,
2: we'll we'll we'll, we'll cover that. 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 We'll cover it. Not to worry. Not to worry. Not to worry. Okay. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Everybody pour up one. Everybody roll up one, everybody pop one, get comfortable. We are halfway through this thing. Y'all let's continue. Let's continue. Who y'all? Somebody Sage, y'all, you know, whatever room you listening to this shit, Sage it, <laughs> Sage it ASAP. All right. Okay. July 12, 2021, McMahon directed Ms. Grant to create personalized sexual content for superstar. McMahon shared the photos with Superstar and then informed Ms. Grant that he likes what he sees. July 21, 2021. McMahon flew and or called Superstar to fly on a jet into a local airport and travel to Connecticut across state lines for what McMahon described to be to Ms. Grant as a business dinner as well as a sexual encounter with Ms. Grant and McMahon's condo. Upon information and belief the dinner was to discuss Superstar's continued involvement with WWE prior to the business dinner with McMahon superstar made a brief visit to Miss Grant's building however superstar did not return to the building for a sexual encounter because he was too intoxicated and taken back to the plane later that evening McMahon recounted the story about his dinner with superstar to miss grant he sought to salvage the night with a request that a play a sexual encounter in which McMahon acted as if he were the superstar McMahon was so physically rough with miss grant during this encounter that Ms. grant begged McMahon to stop Numerous times, including loud cries of help, I'm serious, and I'm scared, as he, among things, penetrated her, fisted her, pulled her hair, pinned her, shoved her, and open palm slapped her. McMahon's assault caused Ms. Grant to break down weeping and curl into the fetal position with her arms pulled up to protect her face. McMahon alternated between slaps and shoves before admitting that I'm really. Fucking you up right and left tonight, huh? McMahon forbade Ms. Grant from leaving his condo that night unless she could verbally assure him that she that there wasn't a problem and everything between them was okay. Notably, however, he made no effort to check on her well being after she left the condo. Uh, August twenty sixth, twenty twenty-one. Superstar privately reached an informal agreement about his return that this is Brock. This is definitely Brock. That night, McMahon text Ms. Grant a reminder that she was an enslaved object to him. I want to drive you lower and lower so low that you might beg me to sell you. Wow. McMahon continued to advertise a sexual encounter with Ms. Grant to superstar during the formal re- uh, negotiation of a new booking contract with WWE. He said, here's what Brock <laughs> we're assuming it's Brock. Here's what Brock said allegedly. After I told him the part of the deal was fucking you, that's your turf. She will be ruined after me and leave your ass. Plus, after me, your tool won't fit anymore. Damn, son. In December 2021, McMahon gave Miss Grant's personal cell number to Superstar and promised she'll do anything requested of her. In the days that followed, Superstar revealed a fetish to Miss Grant and tested McMahon's promise that Miss Grant will do anything with a request that she send a video of herself urinating. Oh. Golden showers. Unable to recognize herself, Ms. Grant went, went numb and obeyed. Superstar informed Ms. Grant that if she not complied with the request, Superstar would have lost any interest in her and then called her a bitch. That same month, Superstar expressed to Ms. Grant his de- desire to set a play date and have a sexual encounter. However, a snowstorm changed Superstar's travel plans as Ms. Grant ultimately used the weather and COVID as an excuse to back out. January 2022, McMahon abruptly distanced himself from Ms. Grant, saying that he could not speak to to or be in the same room as her. McMahon agreed to speak with Ms. Grant at his condo. During this meeting, McMahon told Ms. Grant that his wife, Linda, had learned about his relationship with Ms. Grant and that he was losing his condo and that she would divorce him. He added, too, that a public divorce would make Ms. Grant a headline. Purportedly, to salvage his marriage and avoid both the negative publicity and other repercussions of a divorce, McMahon wanted to ensure that Miss Grant would remain silent about his personal misconduct in order to preserve his controlling interest in WWE. So the wife said, "Leave her, basically, <laughs> or leave her now. I'll, I'll, I'll call off the divorce. I mean, it happens." Um, okay. McMahon told Ms. Grant that if, he, if she left WWE and signed an NDA, he was confident Linda would not divorce him. He could remain in the condo and Miss Grant would avoid reputational harm. McMahon instructed Miss Grant that she would not go back to the office and immediately lessen her involvement at an, uh, on open work items. Ms. Grant expressed concerns about both her name being mentioned in the media and the loss of her control of her image, especially as McMahon has shared content of her for close to two years and the ramifications for her career. McMahon suggested that he would attempt to help keep ms grant's reputation intact and that he and corporate officer number one would personally help ms grant find another job mcmahon also instructed ms grant to not share this news with anyone and she suggested she offer health-related excuses if asked about leaving wwe regarding the nda ms grant asked uh, mcmahon is this when jerry sends the papers mcmahon nodded and assured ms grant that they would be in the driver's seat to iron out terms together, but she would need an attorney to make things official and approved of Ms. Grant asking Celebrity Doctor for an attorney referral. On uh, January 14, McMahon sent Ms. Grant a to-do list for purposes of effectuating the NDA, such as retaining counsel, and also included an offer for one-on-one career coaching. McMahon suggested that the list had been drafted by corporate officer number two. Before Ms. Grant retained counsel, McMahon discussed the amount of money that would be exchanged for the NDA and settled on a lump sum of $3 million. Three million dollars after Ms. grant told mcmahon his initial offer of one million dollars was not enough to compensate for the lost earning potential and the fact that she would be unable to continue the promised career trajectory of vice president as well as failing uh to last as a director for a full year because remember she's making 200 grand at this point making 200 grand a year at this point continue before Ms. Grant retained counsel, McMahon called Ms. Grant with an update and informed her that McMahon's attorney and counsel for WWE insisted on installment payments due to cash flow purposes. When Ms. Grant responded that this reasoning did not make sense for a billionaire. Oh, oh What? Is that an illusion of wealth? Is that an illusion of wealth I hear? No. No. Not Vince McMahon. Not the white man. Let's continue. When Ms. Grant responded that this reasoning did not make sense for a billionaire, McMahon insisted that it was not his idea. January 19th, Ms. Grant advised McMahon that she had contacted a celebrity doctor about an inter- attorney referral. And on that physician's recommendation, and upon McMahon's approval, he, she signed a retainer agreement with a lawyer that day. January 24, 2022, McMahon continued to engage in sexual text messages with Ms. Grant, including encouraging her to encourage her, encouraging her to send an explicit photo to Superstar McMahon also requested that Ms. Grant send him content. She has sent to Superstar. The negotiations of the NDA were brief lasting only eight days. Ms. Grant reminded McMahon and the NDA ought to address people who knew about the relationship, including, but not limited to officer number one Two. Laurinaitis, McMahon's personal assistants, Ms. Grant and her attorney uh, sought to incorporate the list of individuals who had knowledge of their relationship into a Schedule A in the NDA. Ms. Grant's requested revisions were flatly rejected by McMahon and WWE, who reverted to their original draft rather than incorporate any of her proposed changes. With the exception that of the date of execution, Ms. Grant would not speak of the relationship. January 26, McMahon articulated an even more pressing need to get the NDA signed immediately, informing Ms. Grant that he was under a tight deadline to report pending or threatened legal actions to the WWE board of directors, specifically the audit committee, and that McMahon and his attorney could not do so unless Ms. Grant signed the NDA. He informed Ms. Grant that the board of directors were concerned about the delay. Furthermore, McMahon repeatedly pressed Ms. Grant to stop attorney from any further worth smithing and blame Miss Grant's attorney for not understanding the urgency of the situation also despite any previous approval McMahon now expressed that both he and his attorney had concerns about Miss Grant's attorney and warned her that her counsel could not be trusted which in turn caused Miss Grant to question her trust in her personal attorney January twenty sixth, miss grant became so overwhelmed that she asked to simply give notice without the need for a payment even offering to sign a napkin or post-it as a sign of goodwill. McMahon flatly rejected her desire to back out. January twenty seventh, just eight days after Miss Grant had hired an attorney, McMahon, uh, McMahon left Miss Grant a lengthy audio message explaining why they needed to go through with the NDA, pushing her to hurry up and sign the NDA, and advising that he would be double fucked if she did not. Between January twenty seventh and twenty eighth. There were unresolved edits that led to panic phone calls, including an attorney confidentiality clause and signatory line that Ms. Grant's counsel said he would never sign. Also, the deadline to sign the NDA was pushed up from January 31st to January 28th. McMahon continued pressuring Ms. Grant with calls during which he pleaded, demanded, threatened, and begged her to sign the NDA. Yeah, this is it's just going to get thrown out, man. The NDA is going to get thrown out. Uh, And reminded her that by not signing, she would jeopardize him, the company, and his family, and that she would sorely become the subject of national headlines and ruin her reputation if she did not sign the NDA by the start of WWE's live program schedule on January 28th. He reassured her that nothing would change between them. She would emerge with her reputation intact if she would just simply sign the NDA. In a state of mental defeat and fear for McMahon's threats, Ms. Grant succumbed to unrelenting pressure and signed the NDA just for the deadline of January 28th. February 4th, 2022, Ms. Grant was wired $1,000,000 as the first installment of the NDA. On February 28th, Ms. Grant was wired $10,000 to cover her attorney's fees incurred in connection with the NDA. Both wires were sent with the originator described as Vincent K. McMahon, EOWF, and originator address 1241 East Main Street, Stamford, Connecticut. February 9th and 10th, Ms. Grant gave notice to Laura Nice and put human resources resources at WWE on official notice that she was leaving WWE. After signing the NDA, Ms. Grant continued to ask about who had told Linda McMahon as she was concerned about her ability to attain employment in the future. McMahon responded that it did not matter and that he was tired of her questions. After the NDA was signed, McMahon, wearing only a white robe, met Ms. Grant in his condo to review outstanding business items. As Miss Grant was proceeding to the door to leave, McMahon grabbed her arm before she exited and commanded her to do one last thing and get on your knees. As Miss Grant knelt on the hard floor barely a few feet away from the door, McMahon opened his robe and ordered her to eat him. McMahon grabbed the back of Miss Grant's head and slammed her face into his crotch a couple of times until she gagged and pushed him away telling him to stop and that she couldn't breathe. McMahon responded that she wouldn't get away that easily and held her head as she as he forced himself back in her mouth until she had no air ms grant tried to look away but he held her head firmly in place and loudly commanded her to look up followed by take it bitch they momentarily made eye contact before mcmahon's force caused Miss grant's body to convulse and wretch with tears streaming down her face mcmahon then released his hold and closed his robe as she stood up after leaving ms grant never saw mcmahon again March 2nd, 2022, while Ms. Grant was away on a trip to Florida, McMahon called Ms. Grant to advise that it would be probably the last time she would hear from him, and if she needed anything to contact Corporate Officer number 1 or number 2. Over the course of, the, uh, of approximately half an hour call, McMahon l- lamented both his inability to focus on the upcoming WrestleMania and how his personal life had been blown up over the past few weeks. Toward the end of the conversation, McMahon and Ms. Grant agreed to resume contact after WrestleMania. Aw, oh, bitch, you done... i was just feeling sorry for this chick i was just starting to feel sorry for this chick i was just about to start rooting for this chick man oh it i don't feel sorry for you i don't feel bad for you i don't feel bad for you let's continue yes i'm still reading what you (laughs) talking? i told you i'm going through all 67 pages yes this is a novel that needs to be read he also instructed Ms. Grant to continue having relations, sex relationships with other men, including Superstar in the meantime. March 4th, Superstar messaged Ms. Grant that he was in New York, in line with McMahon's orders. Ms. Grant texts Superstar explicit pictures. Throw this bitch in the trash. Throw this woman in the trash. Throw it in the trash, y'all. March 27th, Superstar reached out to Ms. Grant again. Ms. Grant interpreted these back-to-back advances as an indication of McMahon's continued control. March 30th, Ms. Grant's counsel received a call from McMahon's attorney advising that there there had been an anonymous email about the relationship between Ms. Grant and Mr. uh, McMahon and Laurinaitis. Later in June and July 2022, stories were published regarding the matter of McMahon's multiple NDAs with various women associated with WWE. Ms. Grant did not receive another payment under her NDA in February of 2023. Yeah, he should have paid. should have paid the woman. Should have paid the woman. Let's continue. Let's continue. Further, despite assurances from McMahon that he would cover her medical care and the costs associated with her tax liability for the one million dollar payment, McMahon has refused to cover those costs. McMahon continued to pay for Ms. Grant's medical care un- until April 15, 2022, and they abruptly ceased. From 20 t- 2019 to 2022, McMahon provided Ms. Grant with gifts to keep her under McMahon's control. Upon information, belief, the gifts provided to Ms. Grant included ones purchased by McMahon expense to them, expense them to WWE. Examples of items received from McMahon in 2019 included the following: alternative clinic medical care and medical and cosmetic services and products, clubhouse access tickets to the Belmont Stakes, WrestleMania private full day transportation, premium tickets a $2,000 Nordstrom gift card, a massive box of Godiva chocolates. Okay, examples of items received by Ms. Grant from, from McMahon in 2020 included the following. $20,000 towards surgery paid directly to a surgeon's office. That would mean cosmetic. So she had maybe some facial, Botox, I don't know, facelift, maybe some, some, some saline tits or something. Okay, let's continue pearl diamond pave or pave pearl diamond pave lariat necklace from Better Ridge and greenwich connecticut blue cashmere knee length cardigan from nordstrom blue burberry check cashmere scarf from nordstrom blue cashmere fur hat nordstrom gray cashmere shawl nordstrom celine sunglasses nordstrom cable knit throw blanket and large bouquets of flower delivered approximately every other week Examples of other uh, of items received by Ms. Grant from 2021 include the following. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh 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 uh. Uh uh. -uh. No. 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 This. This is where we gotta stop. This is where we gotta stop. I need to go on the rant real quick. I
1: need to go on the rant. Hold up. We're gonna get back to this. Let me. That's how I lit. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. There was a situation on YouTube that took place between content creators. Male and female.
0: Okay. I'm not gonna get into 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 the into the intricacies of it. The majority of you guys know what happened. But one thing female content creator said that, that, that rubbed me wrong or that struck me as odd is she, she said, well, when he gave me the money, I didn't think he would want something from it. Or I didn't know if, if guys
1: give you money, they want something in return. And I wanted to say something, but I didn't want to come off as as insensitive because
2: if you ask me, both parties are at fault, but of course the guy doing what he did clearly indicates to me that he is also sexually deprived or lacks sexual access to women, has some control issues, but the
1: woman didn't help her situation as well. You can't, y'all can't. You can't be this dumb at this point. Can't be in your forties.
0: Like, you can't be in your forties as a woman, and when a man gives you money, oh, he just gave no, bitch.
2: No, that's a down payment for something. Please don't tell me y'all, y'all, y'all run out, y'all out here being this damn naive. Please tell me we do not have forty-year-old women out here being naive about when a man gives you money. It's, it's it's just because there is no, just because there is an expectation
0: from it. And if you, if you have questions, if you think it is too good to be true then don't take the money, it doesn't matter if you gave the money
1: back, the intention. Okay. Everything is intent.
0: In the Bible right the two sons from the king
2: the one son said yeah dad I'm gonna do it I'm gonna, I'm gonna go clean the stalls and the stables but he didn't do it the other son said no I'm not gonna do it but did it anyway
0: and then the first son found favor and the second son was like wait a minute why are you giving him favor over me he didn't do it he didn't do the job he said he was gonna do it. Then the father says, Well, because he said he was going to do
1: it. The intent was there. You cannot be out here in your 40, thinking you're gonna take money from a man just because
0: on the strength, on GP, just because I fucks with you. Here's some lunch money
1: no it's a down payment i'm not excusing the man's behaviors but don't take money from especially
0: large sums of money from men and sit here and think ain't nothing gonna be behind it there's always something behind it always y'all cannot be this dumb out Okay, rant's over. Rant's over. Let me get back to this shit. Let me get back to this. Let's get back to this. Can't be. How you can't be this. You can't be in your 40s, man. And, and, and I didn't know. the fuck you mean you didn't know?
2: Let's continue. Throw this woman in the trash. I was rooting for this bitch. Now she's just like the rest of them. You just out here for money. This is a money grab. But guess what? She's going to get it. She's going to get it. She's going to get it. Let's continue. Examples of items received by Ms. Grant from 2021. A 2022 BMW 430xi. A 2022 BMW 430 xi $5,000 gift certificate at Land Fear Spa. Two private chef catered dinners in McMahon's Condo. Gold and diamond Pave paperclip necklace from Betteridge and Greenwich, Connecticut. $15,000 in Bloomingdale's gift cards. Food assortment display and antique tea ceremony set from Saudi Arabia large bouquets of flour delivered approximately every other week oh i, was, oh, I can't believe it. yeah yeah i was waiting for this bitch. i was waiting for this bitch. I, I really was i really was let's continue <laughs> oh my gosh let's continue we almost done y'all Ms. Grant was groomed and coerced by McMahon and Laurinaitis, and the uh, WWE uh, stood by and facilitated efforts to keep Ms. Grant employed by WWE to ensure McMahon's continued sexual exploitation. In addition to what Ms. Grant and her medical providers, who examined her, followed the ab- following the abuse, will testify to, there is ample evidence of Ms. Grant's mental state and her attempts to avoid the unfortunate circumstances she found herself in. January twenty twenty one. Ms. Grant sent a message to the resident manager stating that she was miserable at WWE. I don't say it to Vince, but as grateful as I am for my job and my salary, I am actually miserable at Ms. Manager all the time. They admit they don't know what to do with me. Nobody gave a fuck when I was harassed and retaliated against to the point my reputation was questioned and my work was taken away. As further alleged uh, throughout this complaint, Ms. Grant was frequently referred to as McMahon's bitch. Uh, before Ms. Grant was being routinely directed to McMahon to engage in sexual contact with uh, with other men, Ms. Grant had expressed her apprehension about McMahon's fantasy texts manifesting and graduating into reality. Ms. Grant was an employee of the WWE and could re- reasonably expect at a minimum to lose her position if she did not comply with the wishes of McMahon. okay now nah, 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 nah. uh, this or uh, this okay uh, corporate officers corporate officers I don't care about all that corporate officers I don't care about all that okay okay given uh, that corporate officer number one was a very high-ranking uh, officer and Ms. grant was an entry-level coordinator in the legal department it is unusual that uh, corporate officer number one would know who miss grant was at all at the point except corporate officer number one knew of miss grant at least in part by hearing about the ongoing exploitation of Ms. Grant by Mr. McMahon or by, by McMahon. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's continue. Let's continue. All right. So this is, this corporate officers number one and two. There's four corp, four corporate corporate officers. One, two, three, and four. Okay. Let's see what else, what else we got. What else we got? What else we got? More corporate officers. Okay. Okay. So, okay. They knew. So they they are alleging they knew and didn't do anything about it. Okay, okay, bad treatment. Bad treatment. Okay. Upon information and belief, numerous and other independent contractors, employees, and as well as executives and/or board members were within the WWE knew or suspected McMahon's misconduct involving Ms. Grant, including by being shown explicit photos of Ms. Grant by McMahon. McMahon directed a single attorney to negotiate the NDA on behalf of WWE and McMahon, both parties to the agreement. Let's see. Oh, here we go. 1994. Former WWE referee Rita Chatterton alleged that McMahon had attacked her after luring her into a limousine to discuss her career. She recounted it for New York Magazine. I was forced into oral sex with Vince McMahon. When I couldn't complete his desires, he got really angry. Started ripping off my jeans. Pulled me on top of him and told me again that if I wanted a half a million dollar a year contract that I had to satisfy him. He couldn't, he couldn't make or break me. If I didn't satisfy him, I was blackballed. That was it. I was done. February tw- uh, 2006, the Palm Beach Post reported that McMahon had shown nude pictures of himself to a tanning booth attendant at Tanzabar in Boca Raton, Florida, and subsequently made unwelcome advances and finally cornered her in a tanning booth and groped her. A former spa manager at a California resort had accused McMahon of assault at the resort in tw- uh, 2011 okay so they're giving a a case of history that the wwe knew was going on with him okay given among other things the history of misconduct involving other women the note uh, the notice provided by mcmahon to senior leadership at wwe rumors about the relationship with within headquarters the widespread sharing of ms grant's pictures including her face to those inside the company by mcmahon that could be labeled as revenge you could make a case for revenge porn him doing that the atypical hiring of ms grant and the atypical advancement of ms grant within wwe uh, WWE clearly knew of McMahon's misconduct involving Ms. Grant and or recklessly disregarded facts available to them. Okay, this is about the NDA. Okay, as written, uh, it would prevent Ms. Grant from saying anything to anyone about WWE or her employment there, which of course she would need to to, to to apply for a job example, let alone exposing McMahon and other sexual assaults and abuse of Ms. Grant. The NDA is that McMahon has used to silence other women, but it may be equally un- unenforceable if the same, li- same language was used. Once again, she signed this thing under, under duress. This is going to, this is going to get thrown out. You're going to get thrown out. Ms. Grant was moreover coerced into signing the NDA merely eight days after she spoke to an attorney, an attorney who McMahon initially approved of and then cautioned Ms. Grant against trusting before she was railroaded into rejecting all of her own attorney's comments. The NDA did not even include basic terms she was promised by McMahon, including that he would pay for her lawyer's medical care and taxes.
1: Okay, so here's her life afterwards. Aye, aye, aye.
2: As detailed here Ms. Grant was exploited during her time of employment with WWE and subjected to countless depraved and humiliating acts which has led to severe and permanent trauma. She has further been traumatized by having to relive those experiences when going when giving evidence to the government in connection with the investigation of WWE. Now, indeed, Ms. Grant's traumas and ongoing fears of additional retaliation were so severe that she required extended and patient in-treatment. Or extended inpatient treatment. Today, she lives with so much anxiety and depression that she is unable to leave her residence for weeks at a time, out of fear and PTSD. Due to this trauma and inability to leave her home, Ms. Grant was terminated from employment on January 27, 2023, where she lost not only her dream job of managing her building, but the only job she could procure without the need for any references. Ms. Grant income lost income is eighty thousand per year. Uh, let's see the severe restriction of the NDA have created a wedge in all of Ms. Grant's relationships and left her in a perpetual state of isolation as her family has passed away and she cannot and does not lean on the support of the community due to the NDA's restrictions further Ms. Grant has experienced weight loss insomnia rashes flashbacks to her exploitation nightmares panic attacks and depression Ms. Grant will go days without brushing her teeth taking a shower or washing her clothes on many days, she doesn't leave her bed. Miss Grant will prove that trial that she will need lifelong treatment because of the pain and suffering inflicted upon her by different. Cut this bitch a check. Cut her a check. Cut her. Cut her a check. You cannot afford to get this thing. Listen, this thing goes to trial. They're all going to be calling as witnesses. You got to call. You got to. You're going to call in every tech guy he showed. Anybody he's ever showed pictures to, called in as a witness. The superstar called in as a witness. The physical therapist witness the the doctor witness corporate officers one two three and four witness right Linda witness Stephanie witness Triple H witness Tony Khan witness cut her a check cut her a check all right so here we got the statues of what they what's under the uh. The NDA voided against the speak out act speak out act provides with respect to a sexual assault dispute or a sexual harassment dispute, no, no non-disclosure clause or non disparagement clause agreed to before. The dispute arises shall be judicially unenforceable in instances in which a conduct is alleged to have violated the federal tribal and state law. Okay. So this says right here, NDA will not be able to be enforced when it comes to the, what is it called? The speak out act. NDA no good on top of on top of that she could probably prove that she signed this NDA under duress cut her a check alright is there anything else anything else okay second here we go the NDA is invalid and in that Ms. Grant entered into the contract under duress and undue influence as detailed herein there was a drastic power difference and economic uh, disparity Ms. Grant, who had never held a, pay, a paying office job in her life due to her caretaking for her parents, up against McMahon and WWE, titans of the wrestling and entertainment worlds. Jeez, the emotional and mental abuse and trauma endured by Ms. Grant further compounded this disparity That such that Ms. Grant felt like she did not have a real say or choice in the matter. Yeah, bro, cut her a check, man. You can't afford to <laughs> it, She, no, she's messed up. She's messed up. Cut her a check third the NDA is a contract of of adhesion there was no meaningful choice for Ms. Grant proposed revisions by Ms. Grant's attorney were consistently and ultimately rejected by McMahon's attorney and during the time McMahon was pressuring Ms. Grant to sign the agreement and then you didn't pay her all of what you said you're gonna pay her this is a NDA 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 (sighs) Mm -hmm. okay all right, so here we go. Uh at all at all times relevant, McMahon was engaged in travel throughout the United States for purposes of conducting business in his position with the WWE. McMahon communicated with plaintiff while traveling across the country and internationally to recruit, entice, obtain, provide, maintain, and or solicit plaintiff for purposes of engaging in sexual acts. This could be a man act violation. This could be a man act violation. It don't take much. He also flew others and or caused others to travel to Connecticut, including Laurinaitis and Superstar from out of state for the purpose of sexually exploiting Ms. Grant. That is a violation of the Mann Act. Cannot afford you cannot afford to just go to trial. <laughs> you just cannot. Let's continue. At all times relevant, McMahon and Laurinaitis recruited, enticed, obtained, provided, maintained, supervised or otherwise solicited Ms. Grant to engage in sexual contact with the assurance that plaintiff would be given a position at WWE job security within WWE and advancement within WWE. Cut her a check.
1: Wow. This is bad. Okay.
2: At all times relevant McMahon sought to exploit plaintiffs vulnerabilities vulnerabilities and that she he knew she had been through past trauma grief and had been unable to find employment prior to joining WWE. Yeah, the bad. Bad. Fifty nine. Okay, I don't think I need to see anything else. As detailed, Mary McMahon showed numerous wrb employees sexually explicit co- photographs and/or video of Ms. Grant, which demonstrates the knowledge of these those specific employees. It, exactly. And constructive evidence that other employees would have learned of this. You know I mean, witnesses you had to call in for this. You know, I mean, former employees, employees you had to call in for this as witnesses. Either for the defense or for the prosecution. Insane, insane, insane. Okay. Once again, WWE did nothing to prevent McMahon's and Lorinitis's conduct or protect employees like Ms. Grant from it and took no appropriate actions against the risk of harm. Ms. Grant's injuries and damages were caused by the negligence of WWE, its employees, and agents, for whose negligence WWE is liable for in the following ways. By commission, omission, allowed and tolerated sexual assault and humiliation fostered a culture in which such acts would be tolerated. Retain McMahon and Laurenitis, despite actual and/or constructive knowledge of their propensity to entice, recruit, force, and/or coerce women into sexual acts based on the promise of higher job security and advancement within the WWE. WWE failed to warn Ms. Grant of the risk of harm to which she was subjected while employed by WWE. WWE is owed owed Ms. Grant a duty of care it breached that duty and its breach caused Ms. Grant to suffer the acts, injuries and damages described in this complaint cut her check man here we go more more. Um. okay uh oh after the NDA was executed McMahon grabbed plaintiff's arm to turn her around when she was leaving forced her to kneel grabbed her head and slammed it into his groin while saying take it bitch just after the, the NDA was signed. Right? After. This woman's a mess. This woman's a mess. All right. that is that it? let's see let's see McMahon objectified and trafficked Miss Grant he demanded that Miss Grant engage in threesomes with other men That she sent explicit photographs for him to share with other men despite Miss Grant on multiple occasions explaining that she was hesitant to obeying all while McMahon controlled Miss Grant's job security McMahon regularly humiliated Ms. and degraded Miss Grant as one example McMahon defecated on Miss Grant and directed her to continue sexually performing while covered in his fecal matter This right here, man. (laughs) I okay. Let's get to (laughs) my God. Let's get to, uh,
1: so he he stepped down. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. To that. Once again. This is the
2: woman in question. This is Janelle Grant. She's not an ugly woman. Woman's 43 years old. Can't tell. This woman is is mentally mine. Her mind is gone. Her mind is gone. Okay. I I, I wish her the best. Now. Let's see.
0: It stepped down. It. It. Oh,
2: no, no, no. Steps down. Did you just got that Netflix deal? Fence is out of there.
3: His names in professional wrestling facing stunning new accusations, including sex trafficking over several years. A former employee accusing WWE founder and former CEO Vince McMahon of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking at WWE. In the lawsuit, Janelle Grant, who worked there up until March 2022, says McMahon texted her, quote, I'm the only one who owns you and controls who I want to expletive you. Grant's claims include sexual acts involving defecation, restraint, and aggressive use of sex toys, and that McMahon forced her to have sex with him and other men at the WWE headquarters in return for job security. The new lawsuit seeks to annul a non-disclosure agreement from 2022 settled between Grant and McMahon, where she would receive $3 million. Grant says she stopped receiving payments after an initial $1 million payout. If, as alleged, McMahon stopped making those payments, she might have a breach of contract claim. But that's not what she's really alleging in the complaint. She's alleging violations of federal human trafficking law. In yeah, yeah. In a statement, Vince McMahon's spokesperson says, this lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene, made-up instances that never occurred, and a vindictive distortion of the truth he will vigorously defend himself. Last year, McMahon, who has not been criminally charged, spoke legacy. to CNBC in broad terms about his overall legacy. Let me just say that I've made mistakes, obviously, Wait, both who, personally and
2: professionally. Who is, who is that? Who is that man? Ain't no damn Vince That's not Vince McMahon. Who is this? Harper, who is this man? That is not Vince McMahon. I don't know what an old girl on the plane say. I don't know who this is, but that motherfucker is not real. This mofo is not real. Who is this man? Later through my 50-year career,
3: I've owned up to every single one of them and then moved on. The explosive lawsuit and graphic allegations come at a critical time for the WWE. Just this week, McMahon was at the New York Stock Exchange celebrating their newest board member, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Also, Netflix just acquiring WWE's streaming rights worth billions of dollars. But now, all eyes on the WWE, who the plaintiff's attorney says they will hold accountable, claiming they turned a blind eye to the abuse and then swept it under the rug. And, Tom, WWE's parent company is responding to this tonight. That's right, Lester. The parent company is called TKO, and they tell NBC News, Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of WWE. While this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Ms. Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter.
2: Okay, so he stepped down. Let's see, let's see where it is, where it is. Tendered his resignation. From his position as TKO executive chairman and on the TKO board of director and will no longer have a role with WWE. Okay, so Nick Khan's gonna Nick Khan. I think, is taking over. I think Nick Khan takes over. Okay. Now let me pull it back. Okay, the last connecting dot to this story is Brock Lesnar. The last connecting dot to this is Rock Lesnar, hold up. Let me, let me address the chats real quick. Real quick, real quick, necessary. Oh my God, really? Once Vince wore the do-rag, I was done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was peak Vince. Carrie, thank you for the following the super chat. This
0: is
1: what the Manasferians want to do with when- Agree.
2: <laughs> Necessary again. They let him retire more skeletons, I suppose. I, yeah, listen, yeah, Bro, yeah, gotta get him out of backs. here. All right, let me get back to let me check these comments and then we're gonna get to the Brock Lesnar connection. we are gonna get to the Brock Lesnar connection. I'm sorry if I've, I've, please don't think I've ignored
0: y'all's comments. But it's a lot, it's a lot to, to unpack.
1: Um, it's a lot to unpack a lot, lot. Did I miss anything. Okay. All right. So let's get to the Brock. He alleged Brock.
0: He suspect it, it was Brock. All, all.
1: All roads point to Brock, it being Brock Lesnar. Okay. Listen. I I I listen. I, I hear I'm boys will be
0: boys, but goddamn. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Let's go, let's go.
2: Let's go. Here we go. Brock Lesnar was reportedly slated for a possible return to WWE at Royal Rumble on Saturday night but they're going to scrap those plans possibly. Uh, let's see. Mm, okay. Lesnar was not named in the lawsuit, but it is said that in July, 2021, McMahon told grant to create personalized sexual content for a superstar whom he was working to re- resign. The wrestler was described as a UFC fighter and WWE star whom the wall street journal identified as Lesnar. Now I ain't go front. I like this new version of Brock Lesnar. I'm, I'm a fan of it, but Let's continue. Uh, now, 46. Lesnar is one of the uh, wrestling's biggest names. I didn't know he's, 40, he's 46. Wow, wow, wow. According to the suit, McMahon shared explicit photos with the fighter, allegedly, allegedly Lesnar, according to the Wall Street Journal, and told Grant he likes what he sees. Then, after allegedly after Lesnar agreed with his new WWE contract, uh, McMahon is said to have sent Grant a message in, in August 2021, telling her that part of the deal was effing you, um, let's see. Okay. 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 So they, they might scrap the Lesnar plans for a feature since this came out. Lesnar was reportedly being lined up to feature now that following the shocking lawsuit, those plans are said to be under threat. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. So yeah, uh, basically confirming the superstar in question was Brock Lesnar. I mean, sign a contract and, you know, get a, get a ragdoll throw around as you know, cherry on top. Cold
0: game. Cold game. Alright, I've been on for two and a half hours. Lord have mercy. I'm I need to decompress. I need to decompress. Alright. Yeah, listen, I need it, I need it, yeah. I'm gonna take a day off.
2: I need to, tomorrow. I'm taking tomorrow off. So I'm I'm out of here. Um y'all thank y'all for coming through. Everybody that donated time, resources, energy, just you know, and all that stuff. I need to decompress.
0: Y'all enjoy yourselves. Have a good night. <laughs> Go, Sage,
2: Sage, y'all. Take some, take a bath in some Florida water. Get some Florida water. Some sage. I know, some shungite. I don't know. Get something, y'all. Y'all
1: decompress, detox, detox from this. Peace.